I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any Rocky Mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, there we go. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Good morning, Brother Jim, Brother Dave, and Super Dave. What's going on, guys? Happy podcast day. Good morning, everybody. Happy podcast day. Hi, everybody. Morning. Podcast up. Oh, I like that. Hey, uh, before you go on, Jim, can we, Uh-oh. are we going to have special guests next week? Can well, can we talk about that? Or? Well, we could talk about it, but they're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Can you plan can you, B? Can I elaborate? <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure, so I- so I've been trying to get Brenda Alvarez on the show because that's Francisco's wife. Mm-hmm. She's pretty involved. She listens every week. You know, I made the comment she knows more about JFW than some of the people that work here. Yeah. She's pretty shy. Right? Oh, so Francisco, because he's so extroverted and outgoing, <laughs> I say, hey, I got this idea. What if we have you both on? You know, we've never had a couple on the show. What about that? And he's like, let me see if I could talk her into it. And the mission failed. <laughs> so, yep. No hard feelings, you know, maybe in the future. But, you know, I would like to have a couple on the show. So if you are a couple and you feel like coming on the show, it's not guaranteed that we'll say yes. But we'd like to hear from you because... You know, we do like having guests on, and I would like to see, you know, a husband and wife team on the podcast. Uh, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm pretty reserved, and I'm, I get through the podcast, so I, I'm, I'm, I know she can do it. I know they can both do it. They could both do it. I've tried to explain. It's very laid back. back. We yeah. have fun. We could delete things if you don't like it. And- I don't know. This studio is pretty overwhelming. Well, right now it is. <laughs> well, when we first walked in and saw these mics, it was. It was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that very first one. The very first time. We got microphones. <laughs> I got 10 minutes. Right. Uh, we had to share one and pass it back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an interview, you yeah. know, a sports interview where they're moving the microphone to the other person talking. Yeah, we had those little table tripods that were... Pretty yeah, flimsy. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, the podcast grown. With the growth came better equipment, and look at us now. Yeah. I just can't wait for the designated studio in a new building. Absolutely. You guys going to change your plans for that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Same studio is basically this one. <laughs> can't wait for that one. <laughs> we, we can we could be outside maybe once in a while. Oh, there you go. Oh, that, yeah. that would be. Yeah. Nice. There's room to do that. There's going to be a quaint. Little conference room downstairs. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. Nice. All right. Let's get into the pledge here. I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag, flag of the United States, States of America and, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. 
We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and in making a good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. No matter what, we trust you, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So Fabio was talking to me the other day, and he said, you know what, Jim? He's like, I really love all this stuff. You could pray all you want, and I like the prayer, but the drivers, they got to be safe. And he's really right. I mean, we, we used to say that in the interviews, Dave. I don't know if you still do, but the question is, who makes a company safe? And we would get answers, well, it, stops at the t- it starts at the top, and the leaders or everybody. At the end of the day, we could preach it, we could talk about it, but if the drivers aren't doing it, we're unsafe. Right? I mean, we've had the discussion. I know, like, Dave likes to massacre your sayings there, Jam. And, <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not any better at it here, but, you know, when we've all talked about it, you know, how you've uh, how I remember you've stated it is, you know, God made the worm, God made the bird, but God didn't make the bird go get the worm, right? You you got you you have to you have to take care of yourself yep. and you have to be safe. Same kind of thing, right? Absolutely, yeah. The saying is actually God <laughs> <laughs> I I dumbed it down for myself. I, I love it. I love it. I mean, you are right, but the saying and I it actually popped up in my memories the other day and it's not my quote they actually had the guy's name but god feeds all birds but he doesn't throw the food in its nest right and you could take that a hundred different ways but you got to go do it, you it know? it's it's yeah. true you know dave likes to tell a story about janet and some family things that were going on and you you have to go do the thing yes you, you have to so here you have to go be safe you can't yes. just yeah. oh pray to god and not step on the brakes right. well you can <laughs> feed a man give him a fish right and feed a man he eats for one meal right. or you can teach him to fish and he eats for a lifetime yeah right yeah absolutely i what remember what need to do to the homeless teach him <laughs> oh my fish. gosh <laughs> <laughs> or build a home dave i don't know if you're you're or, homeless I don't... or teach him how to work yeah or get him off drugs i mean that's a whole nother oprah uh, Dave's like, no, it's this Oprah. <laughs> I mean, I have I have about seven pages here. I'm going to read my closing arguments. Oh, it's gonna... sweet. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Great. I'm so excited. Let's skip to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, well, you know, it's funny because Brother Jim came in last week and he had a whole book right. <laughs> set aside with chapters marked and <laughs> notes and pages. And I saw a I'm like, it was intimidating. I, we got to like closing thoughts and I'm like, damn, I don't have anything. And I huh? kind of wheeled something out there, and he was like, he abandoned the book. And <laughs> I'll just piggyback on <laughs> he that. He jumped on the train. I'm like, ah, that, that was a pretty good closing thought. <laughs> Sometimes less is more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't the low road. It was the easy road just last week. <laughs> wow. it's, just, it's hard. You know what I mean? What what You try and plan for this, and you do some things, right? It's not hard. You just... You have to roll with it. Yeah. You you start with plan A, and mm-hmm. you know by the end you could be on plan D. Yeah. Or or I like to say you start with plan A and you could be on plan six by the end. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or plan huh? Right. Huh. Well, I should have said this before Super Dave's comment, but as a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast <laughs> is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just the four men in this room's opinion. 
episode 106 it did well i didn't have high hopes for that one and we had 731 downloads oh fantastic we are 55.8 thousand total downloads and man we are at 221 followers thank you for the two most recent follows i should have looked at who those were nice so so with thanksgiving tomorrow i'm i'm grateful for all the downloads and i'm grateful for the followers right yes absolutely speaking Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to toss out there, Jam, you know, obviously Rich Trimble, the buddy of mine that we've had oh, yeah. on the podcast from Garney yeah. before, uh, he asked if we could kind of wean the podcast to a two-hour even because oh. he likes to listen to one all in one day, and he has about an hour drive to work and about an hour drive home. So <laughs> he would like to knock them out in, in one day if possible. So uh, we'd all get a lot more the, work The two-hour and 20-minute ones or whatever. He said they're they're rough, but it was yeah. he was joking about it. But shout-out to Rich. I hope you, you and Shelly have a good Thanksgiving with the, with the kids, man. Yeah, uh, happy absolutely. Thanksgiving, hey, Rich. Rich. Hey, Shelly. Uh, because it's Thanksgiving, I just want to throw this announcement out there. Walmart is giving away free turkeys to anybody that can outrun security. <laughs> I was so busy looking at Dave, I missed the punchline, Jam, because I was going to tell Dave, this is Jam's jokes. <laughs> I said Walmart's giving away free turkeys to anyone who could outrun their security. <laughs> uh, well, you guys know what smells best on Thanksgiving. Turkey cooking. Your nose. Uh, <laughs> true. That is a dad joke. Ba-da-ba. All right, then I'll do the rest of my other one. <laughs> the rest of the other ones. <laughs> do you know what usually is insulting but not on Thanksgiving? Insulting. Insulting but not on Thanksgiving. No idea. Flipping the bird. You got Ooh. it. You got it. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Uh, good job. What, that, that one's from Ray Ray, and the other one's from Mikey. Nice. Oh, so, man. Th- wow. Thanks, guys, for the Thanksgiving I've got dad a, joke. I've got a Ray Ray 0013 joke. He's going to try and sway all four of us one day. I know it. What did the mother turkey say to her disobedient children? Hmm, don't know. Get your cluck together? No, I guess that's a... Chicken. If your father could see you now, he'd turn over in his gravy. Ah, not bad. A little morbid. (laughs) Yeah, your first bite tomorrow when you look at the gravy and the turkey. And I'll be like, damn, this tastes good. (laughs) All right. So everybody knows the children's nursery rhyme about the cow and the moon. But why did the cow jump over the moon? Don't know. Because the farmer had cold hands. <laughs> ah, not bad. Is there any uh, Star Wars fans in here? You guys Star Wars fans? No. I'm not, but I saw the Star Wars. I mean, I watch it, Jim, yeah. but it's not like I have action figures at home, that's for sure. <laughs> Damn it, I thought I was going to come over and we could play Star Wars. But anyway, I don't know if you know this, but Chewbacca actually uh, played professional baseball. And his first year, he did so well, he was nominated Wookie of the year. Ba da ba. That's funny. Yeah, I thought it was cool. All right. No new employees this week, which is a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. But we are <laughs> we are sitting pretty good with drivers. Super Dave does an amazing job getting good people in here. Uh, so, But we do have three people starting Monday, so that's cool. More stuff to be thankful for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Celebrations, anniversaries. Amy Power, she had 15 years on Sunday the 19th. 
Sergio Portillo also had his two-year anniversary Sunday 19th with the disclaimer, he has more time than that. I don't know how much, but I was going to say he's probably it's, yeah. four or five-year guy. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And Emilio Camacho, his uh, anniversary is tomorrow, and I believe that's his two-year. Would you agree with that, Super Dave? I yeah, I sure would. Okay. Happy anniversary, everybody. Happy anniversary. Yep. Thanks, Amy, for all the years. Appreciate yep. it. Congratulations, everybody. Yep. Sergio, thanks for coming back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's been an asset for sure. Yep. Uh, man, Sunday was a busy, busy birthday day. This past Sunday, Timothy Cisneros from the Wash Bay, Matt Gale Jr. from the Night night Shift for the Mechanics, Miguel Castrojon, they all had birthdays this past Sunday. Happy birthday. Yep. Big, big Sunday day. Yep. James so that's Ga- the 18th, Jim? Because Holly's was the 17th. No, last, Sunday was last the 19th. Sunday? Uh, the 19th, I believe, was Sunday. Oh, Sunday. I'm, yeah, I'm yep. thinking Saturday or Friday was the 17th for Holly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Uh, James Gallegos, he had a birthday this past Monday. Steve Jackson, his birthday is tomorrow. And then Omar Santa Cruz, he has a birthday this uh, Saturday the 25th. You know yep. what all those birthdays stem from, right? Sex. Valentine's Day. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Those are all Valentine's Day babies. Gotcha. Good math there, Brother yeah. Dave. Don't don't tell me somebody don't get lucky on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh. Family birthday celebrations. We got Samir DePriest. That is Paul DePriest, uh, DePriest's son. He is turning nine years old this week. And then Fierce Claire, which is Frank's daughter, I'm assuming, with the name Fierce. She'll be 16 this week. If Fierce is a boy, I do apologize. So. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yep. Got some good shout-outs this week. Tracy Holloway wants to give a big shout-out to Ryan Emerling on Sunday for running cores. He was very understanding and willing to help out with whatever I needed. The cam was running very slow, and he was willing to stay late if needed to leave Charlie in good shape for the night. Thank you, Ryan. Good job, Ryan. Yeah, good. Like that. Thanks, Ryan. Big empty. <laughs> big hungry, big, big empty. Hungry. Yeah. I, I I need to throw a shout out to him and Chili Dog. Do now it that, now that I think about it. What's Jim, holding I, you back? I kind of got spaced it out. That's what's holding <laughs> me back, and I forgot about it. So uh, those two kind of ran an extra special mission Ooh. for us last week. We they sure uh, did. Randy that used to work here, right in dispatch, called had a couple loads that were out of town, and it was it was just an unusual thing. We we're able to hook it up, put it together, add a backhaul to it, but we loaded clear down in Southern Colorado. It went out to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, coincidentally, Veronica's trailer that was ran into several weeks ago, we couldn't get the parts for. There was nobody that would pick them up. And when they pick them up, they charge us extra because they're like eight feet long. Mm. But it doesn't weigh anything, but it's like a special LTL load. So we had both of them run down there, pick up aluminum trailer parts, some cross members, a fender, a tail section. <sighs> Him and Chili Dog had to drive two hours out of their way to get that. Oswaldo was able to to uh, snag a couple loads of salt back home to Pueblo. So every time they loaded, they had to unload the aluminum parts, throw <laughs> it back on top of the load, go deliver in Pueblo, unload the aluminum parts, dump, reload. And then, of course, from there, because it, it, it was supposed to be a two-overnight trip, mm-hmm. And I think it wound up being a three overnight trip Um, and three and a half days and just longer than we promised. So I I guess all the extra work, because then they left Pueblo because it was early enough in the day. Of course, we sent them to Fair Play instead of just coming straight home from Pueblo. You know, it just, you just 
connected everything, right? Connected all the dots. And they were just good sports about it and took care of it. And I mean, they wound up loading and unloading that darn aluminum, the parts we needed for Veronica's trailer until they made it all the way back to La Pan. Wow. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think they loaded and unloaded that like three, three times, times, if I'm not mistaken. So wow. anyway, thank you guys, man. You make wow. it look easy. You know, they were gone out of town three and a half days and just, it was just no effort on, on our end because they're so good at doing that. Yeah, so that's man, awesome. Man, they, they helped the house out. They helped themselves out, helped the company out. It was that's win-win. Great. Yeah, you guys are impressive. Make awesome. it look easy. Thanks, guys. I was going to say, Jam, though, when you said what's holding you back, uh, arson. Arson, char- arson charges. <laughs> arson charges. <laughs> okay, that's an inside story we'll discuss in another episode. <laughs> With your closing, <laughs> closing arguments, right? Well, I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to do with homeless on my closing arguments, but it does. It's all tied to it. So. All right. Linda wants to give a shout-out to 0051 Ernesto Castro. She says, I was behind 0051 this morning on Highway 85. He needed to change lanes from 88th exit, <clears throat> only lane into traffic lane. He waited four to five signals and made his move. Nice to see the vehicle in front of me slow down a touch to make room to let him in. I'm sure it was because he gave the driver enough time to notice his intent with the signal on for four to five blinks. He then moved from the right lane to the middle lane again, signaled for four to five blinks. Smooth transition into the middle lane. Very nice to see our drivers doing things right out there. Thank you, Ernesto. Yeah, good job. Yeah, way to go. I love when we have new people that get these, uh, you know, recognition. Like, right. Here's a guy been here maybe 30 days, less than 45 for sure, mm-hmm. and he's already out there doing it the right way. <clears throat> Shout out to Tommy also. Tommy, uh, is it Trujillo? Trujillo, yeah. yeah. Tommy boy. Uh, he got a complaint call the other day and for aggressive driving, and I pull up the video, and he was doing a fine job. So it's just like... It's nice to pull something up and like, wow, his following distance is great. His stopping distance is great. You know, I mean, I, I just didn't see anything wrong with it. But, hey, sometimes public perception makes us look a certain way. But nice job, Tommy, for, for doing it right. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. I was going to mention about the turn signal jam and going home last night. Me and Dave were going home and we just got to joking about the turn signal. Usually when you turn it on and I, I'm, there's probably that guy that called in on like you're saying. But usually when you turn that turn signal on somebody let you in it's it's amazing how it works yeah but if you're if you're just pulling up there and giving the two blinks and expect somebody to do something yeah it's not going to happen it's not going to happen you need to turn it on and let everybody know hey hello i'm going to need yeah and maybe you didn't get over as fast as what you wanted but But you you got over yeah you know if the four to five don't four to five blinks don't work a little trailer shake usually Slows people. Oh, I'm, yeah. Just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. I mean, I like to rub up against them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, throw some lug nut twist on them. Yeah. I was going to kid on this one too. Four to five blinks on the sixth. He came over. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Fabio rough, wants a rough crowd today. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm having fun. I actually got this call. I've been tra- staying away from these cold train drinks that you brought in, Jim, but just because they're full of sugar. But I need it. So. Yeah. Well, we need to read the back of it at some point, Jim. Want me to read it now? Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah, it's a good spot for it. So Jim somehow managed to find these energy drinks called the Coltrane. Coltrane Energy was started by a group of guys in Missouri. It's really hard to read. Doing utility construction and trucking who were looking for something different. Sorry, I'm butchering this. Something that aligned more with who they were 
and what America is. We love this country and what it stands for. So if you're out there digging holes, picking corn, rolling down the big road, up to your elbows in grease, sitting in a deer stand, holding the blue line, representing the thin red line, or protecting our freedoms, home, our freedoms home, or abroad to make all this possible, we thank you and God bless. Grab a coal train and roll the little coal roll a little coal with us. Sorry, that green with the silver and the light is just Well and you can't tip it since you opened it, right? <laughs> right. Obviously, yeah. Jim. Yeah, yeah. that Good is point. it is hard to read. So <laughs> just, you got the gist of it. Yeah. It sounded cool. Yeah. It is very cool. I mean that, that that's a good hardcore group of Republicans right there. I could, <laughs> I could go spend a weekend at their place. That ain't no Starbucks. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> to a pinkity dinkity. The, the thing is I think when I looked at that drink though, Jim I think they just fill it full of sugar and then pour some water in, and that's the drink. I thought it was like white cider vinegar or something. Yeah, because the rest of the can is Coltrane, but it's diesel number two. It should be sugar number two. Yeah, right? diesel number two energy. It says Midway Space. Midwest space, it should be sugar based. At the bottom, yeah. it says proven to cause cancer in the state of California. <laughs> Yay. Uh, um, they'll change that soon. Uh, proven to cause cancer in California and Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Fabio wants to give a shout out to JR. He says, I made some mistakes and JR was very friendly and respectful and that was what nice. I feel welcome here and everything. Thank you for helping me get better. I love that. That just really, to me, you know, for somebody to come in here and and we got a lot of drivers that come here and they're used to, if you make a mistake, you get yelled at. You know, typically we don't yell at people here. Occasionally we do, but most of the time we don't. We keep our cool. We address them out of there's no reason to get excited. We want we want to coach somebody up and the information to be received. Your approach has a lot to do with that. And JR, you know, we all know JR. JR is pretty cool on the stool and he does have a heart to help people and teach people. So it's nice that Fabio could recognize that we're different than other people. Mm, that is fantastic. That is good. Good stuff. Kurt Spencer, <clears throat> good morning, Jim. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Ricky. Ricky DeLeon, that would be. He changed my trailer tire yesterday, and it was amazing how quickly he did it. He made a difficult job look so easy. I have had to break down truck tires before that were not super singles, and it's a hard job to do. Way to go, Ricky. Thanks, Ricky. Yeah, shout out to those guys. I mean, day crew and night crew in that shop. That is hard work. And I bet Ricky was just happy to do it. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always smiling. Always. When I read this, this made me think because we have truck rodeos, we should have tire busting rodeo. Get the mechanics to have a little competition competition. in the shop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My money's on Ricky. Yeah. So uh, I got another shout out from Martinez. Let me pull this up here. Hey, good morning, Jam. On today's podcast, I want to give a shout out to Troy Hunt. The man, the myth, the legend. Not, <laughs> the not, cowboy. Not the Omega because that would offend Dan Hawk. But for keeping my truck clean while I was gone. <clears throat> Wait, can week. you explain that a little bit? The uh, Omega? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not privileged. I don't know. I know the Alpha is the beginning and the Omega is the, the end. end. Right. Yeah. 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 God is the Alpha and Omega. But yeah, I don't know. He calls Dan Hawk the Omega. So huh. yeah, we don't want to offend. Dan Hawk. No. I thought we had a disclaimer for that. I thought he's violent. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, hope the fam bam has a good Thanksgiving. For now, let's kick the tires and light the fires. Bam, bam, out. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, I want to give a shout out to Canelo as well, though. All the names that he has. He's been on a pretty uh, strict fitness program, and he's getting some results. And I've been watching him do it, and it, it ain't easy. The nice. food part, the food parts are hard. Anybody go to the gym? Yeah, you know, the but, food part. Can they? <laughs> anybody with the heart to do it can go. Walking in is easy, but changing your habits in the kitchen is hard. And I've been sending Canelo that food program on, and I'm looking at some of those diets that I've done, and I know the pain. But this morning, he's like, damn, and he's like, my pants keep falling down, and I'm, I'm in between holes. Like, I can't go to the next <laughs> hole because it's too high, but this one's too loose. Nice. So, That's a good feeling. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good job, Canelo. Yeah, yeah good job. I, I got to say, I was talking to Casey the other day, and he's oh, he's yeah. been losing some pounds. Yeah. Too, I think like 40 pounds. Yep. And he says, I've even had to poke extra holes in my belt. And yep. I said, look at mine. I got like five extra holes <laughs> yeah. in mine because I've lost so much weight over that good problems. stomach thing. That is awesome. Good stuff. You guys got any shout outs? Yeah, I got a couple. They're just, they're kind of outside our circle here. A couple people I was thinking about. One is uh, Dave Adams, and Mm -hmm. we've talked about it on the uh, podcast, but the gentleman that hit uh, Veronica, you know, didn't have insurance and stuff like that. And we reached out to, uh, he's become a, uh, I might as well say, a family friend or a team member friend, friend. Yeah, definitely uh, d- a team member for sure. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. So D- Dave Adams, he does small case uh, law. Um, he's yeah, a pilot. Dave Adams Law, right? Yeah, yeah. Dave called. Adams Law. Yeah, he's actually a pilot for United and uh, became an attorney on the side and uh, practice law and stuff. And you know, if anybody has a situation, he's willing to help and stuff, and he's reasonable. And you know, we reached out to him for uh in veronica's case and he gave us a lot of pointers on what we could do so you know thank you dave appreciate that and then the other one that i was thinking can i interrupt yeah he's all about representing the good guy oh yeah and like small business is one of his like niches like yeah he likes to help the small businesses who get jacked over yeah yeah absolutely become become made whole again yeah yeah yep yeah truly and and he wants truth and justice Yep. Yes. Right? Yes. Not how much money can I make? Right. Who can I screw in this deal? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And that was kind of his, his counterpart, and, and it made me think about it, is Mick Walker, mm. um, family attorney. You know, we, we tell the story that he came in here and was a family coach and changed JFW for for the best for in so many ways. And uh, I just happened to be thinking about him because he, he came and, and spoke and, and did uh, – Mom's celebration of life, and it just popped in my mind, you know, yeah. with Thanksgiving tomorrow. So yeah, he rocked th- the eulogy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So thanks for both those guys, and they're just outside, um, you know, our, our circles a little bit. And then I just wanted to mention, you know, and I'm sure clothing arguments here and stuff that we'll come up with, but <laughs> final um, thoughts for the yeah, record, yeah, thoughts. little thoughts, but yeah, just being thankful, you know, mm-hmm. and and uh, I'm I am so thankful for everybody, and I guess the shout outs is. When I when I looked up being thankful, trying to put some final thoughts together uh, for today, the you know you're supposed to thank somebody every day, mm-hmm. you know at least three people or do something thankful for at least three times, and we do that. It's not three times, but we do it once a week with our shout outs. And right. I'm like, yeah, that's what that's what the shout out is for is to yeah. tell that person thank you, and we're and we're thankful for you or or anything you do. So yeah, thank. I'm thankful. Appreciate it. Awesome. I think a Thanks. shout out is just another way to. It's it's another word for thank you. Yeah, yeah, Dave. I just oh, want. Oh, totally. Shout out. Yeah, I wanted everybody to know that we call it shout outs, but it's 
It's being thankful for what you've done. And giving people recognition. But thank you, Jim. Thank you, Super Dave. Thank you, Brother Dave. There's my three. Check, check, check. (laughs) Check that box. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Manny V, Manny Velasquez. Uh, He's been... I don't want to say MIA, but he hasn't been able to work in quite some time here. So for some new people that don't know him, Manny's worked here for a long time and, and had to have a back surgery. And we've been emailing back and forth a little bit. And he says, good morning, Brother Dave. Hope all is well. I just wanted to reach out and say hi. Also give you an update on everything. I saw a doctor on the 17th of November to go over surgery and whatnot. And the doctor says everything looks good so far. The screws, rods, spacers all look good and in place. He also had to get an MRI on his hip because he was wondering why he was still having so much pain on his lower back area. And uh, everything checked out out good there. They said it was just some reoccurring nerve damage from the from the three different back surgeries that he's that he's had. So uh, that was all, all kind of good news. Uh, with that being said, uh, the doctor asked if he was ready to get some therapy. <laughs> and he said, does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> he's, he said, heck yeah, he's ready. But uh, he said, no, that was actually a joke. He didn't ask the doctor that, but I kind of thought that was funny. So I had to read it in there. And uh, he said, anything that'll help me get back, get get to heal better and make him stronger so he can get back to work. So uh, yeah, he's going to start therapy on the 13th. So we can all cross our fingers and, and pray for a strong recovery and hope everything goes good with his therapy. He said uh, at this time he would like to give a big shout out. Oh, sorry, I was just reading this. Now it sounds like I'm bragging on, my, on ourselves. But <laughs> he wanted to give a big shout out to myself and Jim. I, I should have skipped that part. But uh, more for the JFW family and the prayers that everyone has sent to him. Uh, all his brothers and sisters here that have reached out and checked up on him and sent him positive vibes. He said a big shout out to Linda for showing lots of love and concern why he's been out. And uh, if there's anything she can do, just know that she's there to help. Also a big thank you to Joanne. She's done a lot to help him since the day he was out. Uh, He couldn't have done it without her. Uh, She helped him get his long-term or short-term disability and helping with the 401k and some other stuff like that. So he said, Joanne, keep up the good work. Uh, He wanted to say happy Thanksgiving and holidays to all out there. Be safe. Much love and respect, Manny. And he said, oh, and remember, because we talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, it was his three-year returning anniversary. It would have been his seventh year with JFW if he would have stayed the first time. And he says he thinks he should get a jacket for that, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, can you believe it, Brother Dave? Since I started with JFW, I've driven Freightliners, Pete's, Kenworth's, 0039, 0041, 0018, 0028, 0063, and 008. All accident-free. Praise God. Let's see what truck I get when I return in February. Praise God. Right? Isn't that awesome? Absolutely. That was a great, great report, Manny. I hope you're doing well. Continue on the continue on the high road, and you'll have the high road to success. So, looking forward to having you back. Yep. Wish you the best, Manny. Hope you. Hopefully, you you can be back soon. You know, like you're like you're planning on being. That's hope that goes well. I want to say something about that too. Physical disabilities or physical setbacks are so hard because it's something that's kind of out of your control. You know, he didn't expect to have injury to his back and and it has really just taken him out of life Life. for a year, almost a whole year. And, And yet you still have to keep up the positive attitude. You have to keep up the, I can get through this type of mindset, you know. Other things that you do, you you can control like 
getting out of bed and being to work on time or, you know, driving safely or all these things. But man, when, when somebody throws something at you like that, it's tough. And for, for you to get through it and stay positive and try to maybe even pass some of that energy on to another person that's got that, um, uh, adversity, uh, just here you go, bud. You know, you didn't ask for it. You didn't expect it. And so that's something awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, but also mental health, you know, you had mentioned the physical disabilities, but getting out of bed and coming to work, like some people have a hard time even doing that. You know what I mean? And I, I don't mean yeah. cause they're, they're hungover or, <laughs> you know, they <laughs> just don't, controllable, yeah, right? they don't like to work, but you know, for just, some it isn't Dave. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it just made me think right away, you know, when you see somebody with a back injury and I'm not taking, not taking it away from Manny because what you said is beautiful. Right. But you see somebody with a broken back or a broken neck or a broken leg, you don't tell them, just get on over to work. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? But when people have these mental health issues that are like debilitating, I know it's hard for the men in this room, including myself to, to try to wrap your head about, I can't get up and go to work cause I'm that, I'm in that much pain. You know what I mean? So my heart goes out to those people as well. Speaking of Manny V, I'm waiting for him and Felipe, his son, to come in because Felipe gave me, through Manny, a uh, football card mm. of him. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I've been waiting for a long time now to see him so he could sign the card so I could have his signature this way. Oh, very cool. When he makes it to the big time, I'll yeah. have like, the first signed yeah. Felipe card. Come yeah. on. Very cool. <laughs> the, co- the collector's the very first one, yeah. right? Right. Yep. Soup, you got any um, shout outs? No. No? Don't like nobody. <laughs> <laughs> well, SD, this first um, subject is yours and it's about tow hooks. Uh, yeah, so this uh, is something we do talk about occasionally, you know, not regularly like we do tires or tarps and things like this, but. There was a tool bag. You know, everybody knows that we do give tool bags out to people. When people get in a new truck, we usually take the old bag in and and give them a new one and then recycle some of the tools and that we can reuse. But this bag was just sitting on the on the shop floor next to the staircase and it ha- it looked like a brand new bag. I'll tell you it had like literally everything in right. it, even the hammer. <laughs> right. And man, when do you see a hammer in a, in that, a tool bag? The hammer had the plastic it over it. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the thing, the, the smoking gun in this tool bag, everybody, was <laughs> smoking gun. <laughs> was the tow hook complete with both pins. Mm. And I, all I thought was there's a truck out there that does not have a tow hook. Yeah. This and is like a game of Clue, right? But the trucking version, like, I think it happened in the shop. <laughs> I think they used the tow hook in the bag of tools for what is, 13. What is, <laughs> you know what, I mean? <laughs> what is a tow hookless truck? <laughs> well, right? it's my it's, final answer. <laughs> it's going to bite that driver at some point. Right. Um, and, well, it's going to bite us. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's going to bite the shop. It's going to bite everybody. But um, I would like to use this as a heads up and for just to throw it out there. Everybody, please check your tow hooks. You only need one. Um, That's something else that we're going to talk about, too. Um, How to properly use that tow hook. Um, Make sure that it fits because the Kenworths are longer, I think, and the Peterbilts are shorter. Mm. And there's a different um, 
attachment sequence for it. Right. So uh, the the Freightliners and the Western Stars should be on a bracket underneath the hood next to the passenger side tire on the frame. So check there if you're driving a Freightliner or a Western Star. Make sure your tow hooks are secured in that bracket. Yeah. Um, the Pete's and the Kenworths not only make sure it's the proper hook, it fits in the uh, receptacle on the frame of the truck, but you also need your pins. Won't work unless you have the the, the hook secured properly. Mm. So everybody, please check that. Uh, winter weather comes with moisture, comes with soft ground, you know, um, Snow on I the mean, side of the snow road. Snow on the side of the road. Yeah, I mean, people are going to yeah. need those hooks. And boy, I'll tell you, be a Boy Scout. Make sure you have all the tools that you need to get the job done. Yeah, that's something every truck should have. Chris England had a good idea. It's a little bit sad, though. You know, he's like, all the safety directors that everybody with the company pickup truck should have tow hooks for all three trucks. Yeah. And it's like, that makes sense, but we wouldn't have to have them if... You had it in the truck. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? Yeah, it's Agreed. just like like registration or a right. fire extinguisher or your Charles. flares it's on or, yes. your pre and post trip sheet. Yeah, yeah, I mean it. Should, I mean, it, you know, kind of what you're saying, Dave, is it should have never be end up in the in the tool bag, right? I mean, somebody used it and then didn't put it back. Yeah, where it right. Yeah, it right. just shouldn't be there. Did you get that email on the license plate? Yeah, last night. Yeah, okay, he answered it. Yeah, that was the one. Um, I'd have to go look and. But I'm pretty sure that's the one Jr. asked me to get. Also, 25 yeah. and 17. Okay. So I, I I knew about it before John sent okay. that. But I I did order two yesterday. Okay. I can relook at the numbers, but yeah. Okay. All right. I think this is one of the brothers' windows, back window, and mirrors. That was on one of your hearts. Should we Should we flip for it, Dave? <laughs> it's all you, man. You brought it up. <laughs> one brain. Two hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and short on change for flipping. Um, <laughs> Wait, short on what? Change, change for, for flipping. flipping. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, I would be willing to bet all of us have a coin we can lay on the table right here. Do, do, do we? Do, Is that do a we? test? Yeah. I'll tell you guys. When I'm picking football games and I can't because they're so close to call, out comes the, <laughs> the, the leadership coin and uh, heads gets the winner. <laughs> that's four that's four nice Perfect. i still technically owe five bucks to the to the piggy bank this just sucks because i'll go to the gym i empty my pockets and then it stays in my bag my backpack and then i got called out the last time so <laughs> but hey rules are the rules i owe five dollars yep yep um so back to the windows you guys uh, just this time of year, not that it doesn't happen during the summer and stuff like that, but uh, the you know film, dirt, rain, snow, whatever, slush, whatever you might have on the road as you're driving. Road re- film. Road film really covers the mirrors, you know, the back window especially. Uh, obviously, you know, the front window, you can run your wipers, that kind of stuff. But it's just important that that back window, that's what I noticed a few trucks going out the other morning, that you couldn't even see out the back window. And if you're leaving here in the morning... And the, the time of, with the time change and stuff, you might be dumping your last load in the dark. You're definitely dumping your first load in the dark, probably. Um, you know, unless you're running a fair play or something like that. But anyway, got to be looking out that back window. And if you can't see out that back window, it's it's not doing you any good if, if it's dirty. So please clean the, please clean the windows. Um, we had this morning, uh, Jan went through the trucks that he thought left the south side. But 
we had somebody that left with the fuel cap off, or that's what it looked like, um, definitely dripped fuel out the driveway. You can look at that back window and see that cap. You know, that's yeah, a Kenworth. It's plain as day. Yeah, it's because it's on the very end. So that's a good reason to keep your <laughs> your window clean, yeah. so you can see and stuff. And you know, all sorts of different stuff. Your your hoses rubbing on the deck. You know, your fenders loose or you know anything that glance backing in blindsiding. You know, don't use that mirror. Look out that back window. Keep yeah. it keep it clean. We it's, buy a lot of paper towel and a lot of window cleaner, yep. don't we? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, and I can find three or four of each in every truck. Right, right. <laughs> but no tow hook in one truck. <laughs> yeah, missing missing that. So yeah, everybody, important to keep your windows clean, and then please be careful. You know, you have a step on the side of that truck. Use it. Don't jump off the frame when you're done. Three, you know, three, three points, points of sand. Mm-hmm. Yep, all that kind of stuff when you're cleaning the windows. Not not easy, but. We can we can do it and be safe. Starts starts with us, all of us. Open yeah. your hood up instead of standing on the hood of the fenders. Yeah, yeah, I've right? had that before too, haven't <laughs> we, Jam? Yeah, yeah, all the stuff. We're we're praying for you, but it's up to you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, the safety has no blind spots gig that we have. The campaign that we have, you know, if your windows are all dirty, you can't see. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a huge blind spot. Blind spot, yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about window tint this morning. That sometimes it's so dark, we got to roll our windows down to make yeah. a turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we still, you know, we talk about that all the time. If you're if you're backing up or doing anything, roll those windows down. Yeah, you know. I guess my point is, if your your windows are so dirty that you got to roll them down and see, you need to clean them. Yeah, right. like, absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, same for that mirror though too. I mean, yes. I, I don't even know if I mentioned the mirrors. Right. Clean those mirrors, wipe those mirrors. Yeah, all of them, the you spot know, mirrors, the mirrors. I'll tell you what, when it's a crappy winter day, one round in your windows and mirrors mm-hmm. are dirty. Oh, yeah. you have to clean them every round. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. That mag chloride yeah. is yeah. just terrible. Invest in one of those little squeegees. They got those little, you know, half squeegees or whatever, and mm-hmm. those make cleaning your windows easy and quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fast, yeah. yeah. I used to actually use regular old like washer fluid and i would have a squirt bottle mm. that in a squeegee boom it's perfect man you were prepared and it's so fast yep yeah i don't know if it's true i need i need to try it but you know and everything on the internet's true right you guys oh yeah uh, <laughs> but they were showing a detail trick that works really well for cleaning the windows and everything but the old school pledge that's mm. that's a good window cleaner supposedly pledge? Huh. I, would pledge. I would leave a fill exactly yeah. but it does dave but it doesn't it doesn't smear according to the internet or this this guy, <laughs> but it does leave a little bit of coating that beads the water off too. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't it oil? Uh, it, well, yeah, yeah. When you do your furniture, right? So yeah. I don't know. Somebody somebody test it for me, or I'll test it. I was going to say I'll meet you at the Denali. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to bring that up because I, I I got the privilege to drive that yesterday and this uh-huh. morning, and I what was pretty think? impressed, but. I didn't notice it has on the display on it, Jim, the following distance. (laughs) But here's the deal. It only comes up under two seconds. So I had a car get in front of me this morning. Oh, gotcha. And I was as I was just driving, I was like, Whoa, what is that? You know, and I was starting to back off and it was it was reading the the number was changing and it showed a vehicle on it. And I was like, Whoa, and I kept backing off, you know, because obviously I let him over. And as I was as I was backing off, once it got over two seconds, the the sighting, the everything went away. 
I was like, oh. oh sounds like you got so Samsara. Then, then I turned on my high beams and I rolled up on the dude. Because <laughs> you could with the... Because with the, I could. Because you had a man truck now. <laughs> got a little more horsepower. Uh, so was that on the dash or was that in the heads-up display? The heads-up display. Yeah, that's where wow. I've noticed it. Yeah. There's the, the light that comes up. Yeah. Because you can't kind of miss it with the heads-up display. Right. You're, you're like, oh, what is that? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. there anything yeah. that you miss from your RAM? Yeah, I have to say jam because I haven't even put anything back in it. The RAM boxes on ah. the side of the on the side of the truck. That's that's just a nice. priceless. Yeah, and it's it's a place to carry more junk. But right. some of the junk but you got it. Yeah, the some <laughs> of the junk I had in my other pickup was yeah. you know the hard hats, the tow rope, the, mm. the vests, gotcha. you know that kind of stuff. That's, did yours ever leak or get filled with water? It did that, not. No? It was always nice. they're they're just a Dodge has that down. Nice. You know, as far as everything else though, but. You know, the, the other one was a 2015, and then right. the last eight years, there's a lot of, like, Took the following distance and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. I didn't have that on the yeah. old one. So, yeah, the creature comforts are, are fantastic. I was just impressed with the safety of it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I let that guy over, and I'm like, oh, yeah, what is that? Oh. Yeah. You know? I did yeah. peek through the window. It looks like the interior. I really like that. It's like a cappuccino almost. Or- yeah. yeah, they did. They did. I don't know. I'd like to know what the thoughts are when you design a, a pickup or a car or how that, that whole process works because, to me, it's got so many textures in it that, that's attractive. It's got, you know, the, the brown, the cappuccino, like you called it. It's got some chrome. It's got some uh, wood in it. It's got some... Uh, Flat black. There's, yeah, yeah, there's, there's just the lot. textures. It's, it's like, yeah. wow, somebody... That's an interesting technique to sure. do that. You yeah. know, and I'm sure they have... An you know, interior designer oh, was involved. Exactly. In yeah, you did. Designers. Yeah. Versus just some car dude that's like, hey, let's make everything black. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I bet you. So a woman, get, a woman designer. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I bet you they get input from owners as well. You know. You, yeah. You'd hopeful, hopefully. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, I know me and Dave talked about it because it's got the brake controller on it for towing, and you know, on the I think on my pickup, my old pickup, it was up here under your your left hand under the steering wheel. But they've moved it so it's on the console. So basically, if your hand's on the console, you could work the brake. Your the brake right could, hand or your left hand? Right hand, Dave. Oh, I mean, center it's console. Sit, yeah, in the center console. Your hand sits on the brake controller. Oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, like I guess if, I don't know, we just talked See, about it, that you could adjust it or bump it if you needed, if there was a problem with the trailer, you could hit the brakes, I yeah, guess. Very easy. Or if yeah. it's... Does it stay where you adjusted it to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, like you if you're stopping and and your trailer is skidding, you can turn. Yeah, it down you can get to bit. it quickly. It's not it's not looking at the dashboard yeah. or adjusting it. That's a. Nice. I think that's you know that's pe- driver's feedback. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, owner's feedback. Yeah, yeah absolutely, cool. absolutely. Uh, so it's not like the government. It does care about us. <laughs> Well, hope, hopefully, yeah. I mean, wow. but the government maybe the government's looked at all our crashes and go, "Will you move that?" I, I don't know, right? Dave, right? Government's wow. not selling cars. Yeah. Hey, I got a call from Tommy, Tommy Trujillo the other day, and it was weird because I just gave him a shout out for getting called in on, but doing it the right way. We had a conversation about something completely different, and he's like, "Hey, by the way, I wanted to mention that." Uh, actually, I called him for his one-on-one. I wanted to mention Samsara has been making me a better driver. So awesome! Samsara man. wins again. The cameras, the coaching wins again. You know, that's a guy that he's been. Uh, he's got end up experience. He's he's driven for other companies, and here he is at JFW becoming a better driver. 
you know, and and appreciating it, right? Not fighting it, not bucking it, you know what right. I mean? So good yeah. job. Again, Wait a minute, Tom. here's a tool that's going to make me better. Yeah, I, I don't want use that. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, kind of reminds me since you mentioned uh, Samsara here, uh, Jam. I don't know if we, I don't know, was it on last week's? I guess I'll stick my my foot in my mouth. But we did hire Mike, a uh, new guy yes. helping in the shop. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I didn't and put I don't, him on here. I don't think we've mentioned him on here, so we need to throw him on here. Um, but um, we've looked through Samsara, and JR took a, quite a bit of time and put all the trucks in, put the overheads, put the oil mm. changes in. So, again, that's where Samsara is going to help us, and hopefully it'll help the help Mike with the the both mics, Mikey and the new mic we just hired. Right. And uh, the new mic's going to be part-time. He's already cleaned up the yep. parts room, uh, going to go through paperwork, invoicing. You know, we're going to stay ahead of ordering things. I think it'll be a, a really good deal, plus help Mike, Mikey get caught up on his paperwork. Sure. So welcome aboard, Mike. Yeah, and welcome Sam, aboard, and thank you, Mike. Yeah, and Samsara is to the rescue again. Yes. Yep. Speaking of new things we got going on, this is about Toro. We need to let you know that Toro trumps XBE. Right, so we're running two apps. We're running XBE to satisfy satisfy Brandon's, you know, uh, software and stuff like that. But then we're running Toro, which is being specifically designed for us. Well, sometimes the information you have on Toro conflicts or conflicts the information you get in XBE. Like Toro says you're doing Friday six, XBE. I'm exaggerating. Says you're doing, you know, Ragsdale to thirteen or something. Right? Toro is going to be right. Toro is your dispatch. The times in XBE are not arrival times, and if your two apps do not coincide, follow Toro until you can clarify with dispatch. And right. if you ever have questions, just ask. Call. Mm -hmm. Hop on that radio. Hop on that phone. Do whatever you want to do. Just clarify. I mean, save save driving somewhere and costing a bunch of money a mistake yep. versus just asking. None of us are going to be mad <clears throat> at all. There's a lot going on, and it's easily worth a question. Yep. Yeah, and just to... Touch on it a little bit, you know the XBE. That's a that's an application for Brannon that should make billing easier at some point, and also Brannon to track their trucks. You know we're about to add it. There was quite a few emails this morning um, on the rock trailers and yep. stuff, and we just through the years, not necessarily our people, but you know. There's not good people out there, and we we've had them cheat on tear weights. We've had them cheat on loads. Um, you know their their hours. You know yeah. double billing, charge more time, charge yeah. more time, and and if everybody did it right, this stuff wouldn't wouldn't be need it. We wouldn't right? need it yeah. and wouldn't be invented. And it, it's it's punishment for the good guys is yeah. what it is that you have to do this. But we we have to do something. To, to be tracking and yep. and it, it came up yesterday and we were talking and I'll, I'll throw it out there uh, we've had a couple guys go to their rock trailers start pulling rock trailers they did have aluminum uh, tr uh, trailers they did have they took their trucks with them I think uh, um, you you're a lot of your tear weights a lot of the pits don't require you to tear in every day your tear weights are in there with your aluminum trailers make sure you grab your new tear weight with that rock trailer be honest and then with the rock trailer drivers we pay one and a quarter percent more, yep, you know. So we've difference. made up for the difference between the aluminum and the and the steel, and but it, it's all about doing it right. And and we're 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 taking care of you. It's fair, you know. Get that tear if you if you go to a new pit and and you, and you or you 
you know, I, I think one of the conversation is Ragsdale don't don't ask you to uh, tear in very often. Tear in once in a while. Make sure everything's you're doing your job. Make sure everything's correct. You know, make sure somebody. I don't know. I'm exaggerating. Didn't leave a tire off the scale. Right. <laughs> right? Point. Yeah. Or maybe that's items three and five on the creed. Yeah. Items three would be we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Yeah. Honest and it's the value. serve part right? for whom we serve. Right. Right. Our customer. And you're serving yourself. Yeah. Right. Do you want to be that person or do you want to be that person? Yeah. Yep. And right? honest value, honest value, Super Dave says honest value is giving you very best. Absolutely. He's giving the very best yep. for the people yep. we serve. Yeah. And then the fifth you one sure is sleep better at night, don't you? Right? Like a baby. We're accountable yep. for our words and our actions. What? That's crazy. Right? I want to do what I want and not be responsible. Right? Yeah, because it it, it it doesn't look good. And, and the rock trucks or rock traders are a good example is when you haul a load of rock in someplace, but you've charged the whole time hourly mm. when, when that's not how it works. That's, Yo, that's yeah. not... And, you know, one time or learning about it or whatever might be a mistake, but doing it all the time, that's not honest value, you guys. That's not. No, it's actually really dishonest. And, you know, we like, well, I like to say, not my quote, but trust is given, which most people say trust is earned, but trust is first given. You give people trust all the time before you really knew who they are. And then distrust is earned. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing something dishonest, you've earned a distrust, you know. Now, if we decide to keep you around, we got to give you the trust again. Yep. And then if you get that distrust again, it's it's because you did something to earn that. So, But, yeah, tear weights are the driver's responsibilities, right? You need to make sure you are being honest. If you switch from a rock tub to an aluminum trailer, or excuse me, an aluminum trailer to a rock tub, you got to go get that new tear weight, you know, and then back and forth. You don't want to, you don't want to go from a, a aluminum to the rock tub and not tear in either, you know. Yeah, that's, that's not helping. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or good vice point, versa. Man. You don't want to go from a rock tub to an aluminum and not tear in because now you're cheating yourself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, years ago we used to hook and unhook a lot. Right, right. We were oh, drop the rock trailer, hook to an aluminum for three days. Oh, right. drop the aluminum, hook to a rock trailer for a week and a half. Whatever the case may be. Right. I mean, right. we did that a lot. Yep. Now we're permanently hooked. Yeah. You know. So yeah, and back in back in those difficult. days, Dave, the the scale people would be nice enough. You could go in and go, hey, is, I'm in 0022 or I'm I'm 0022R. Yeah. Which meant they'd pull up the other they weight. Got, right, they, they would save one weight. Yeah, yeah, good point, Jim. Yeah. Gosh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, which was yeah. which was awesome. Yeah. You know, but here again, I guess the reason we're talking about that too is not not that it it, it has happened or we're, we're having to deal with it, but if if that gets abused and we're not doing the the right thing, Brandon or any one of the pits or any one of our customers and go, okay, I want you tearing every day. Can right. you imagine what time it would cost if we have a hundred trucks tearing every day? Right, and that's just our company. That's just our company. Right, right. absolutely, right. absolutely. But you you abuse it, you guys, and we're somebody's going to do yeah. something about it. Yep. You gotta. And just for the record, of course. Most of the people are doing it right. Oh yeah. Oh right. yeah. 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 But it it's it's the few that ruin like they it for say everybody. it always takes one. It, works. Yeah. it only takes one. Yeah. Yep. And think about it, you guys too. When somebody wrongs you, and then they regret it, and then they try to make it right, do they ever really one hundred percent earn your trust back? I don't think so, Dave. It's sure I mean, hard. Because you it, always Dave? got it in the back of your mind. Yeah. You know, this guy screwed me up. 
Yeah. And, and lately, I, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast. I just talked about it, had a conversation with Holly this weekend. And, and that motorcycle guy that flew up here from Colorado Springs, he ended his kind of thing as, okay, everybody talk to me, you know, roast me on my what if. And and I just lately I'm stuck on looking at everything on, on what if. You know, what if we don't do this? What if we don't do that? And, and like tearing in, well, if we don't do it the right thing, the what if is they start making us tear every day. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or, you know, here's one, God forbid, Brandon just fire us, just right. gets pissed off and fires can't us. Can't trust you. Right? Yeah, I can't trust you because yeah. you, you said it, Dave. Once that trust is is done, would they ever really trust us again? Nope. Well, and, and here's the hard part. That driver is a reflection of us. Right. Period. Yeah. 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 yeah that, totally. They're trusting us to trust our people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we've had to get, and we're going to get to this later, we've had to get rid of some of our people because we don't trust them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, not that I want to correct you, Jim. It's we gave them trust in it, and it's not like we didn't trust them. You can't, right? It's just done. It's not worth the risk. Yeah. So yeah. All right, we have a five a.m. start unless you're told otherwise on Paycom. So all of a sudden, we got a couple people thinking our start time is six. It is not unless it goes out on Paycom that we have a later start. Otherwise, yeah, five a.m. If you don't get a dispatch, be here at five. Yeah, absolutely, and and it and it'll change. It's that time of year, yep. you know. So pay attention yep. to your your Toro, yep. your could dispatch. Could be five, could right. be six, yep. could be seven, could be stay yeah, home. Yeah, your announcements, all yep. all that yep. kind of stuff. Toro, yep. not yep. XBE. On Monday, a guy saw a six a.m. start, but that's uh, on, on XBE, XBE. It meant to be at the pit at six a.m. Yeah, right. They yeah. don't know what our yeah. start times are. That's Brandon's app. Yep. yep. So he, yeah, Toro, Toro, Toro. Absolutely. Another reminder, if you want to get paid for Thanksgiving and your benefits have kicked Ooh, in, yeah. yeah, if you want to get paid, you got benefits here. That's when your your paid holidays start. You need to work your scheduled day before and after the paid holiday. And be on time, yes. right? Yep. You cannot, let me put it to you another way. You cannot have unapproved time off the day before or the day after the holiday, your scheduled day. So, and I've had this question come up every holiday. Well, what if I have... Approved time off coming up. Well, it's approved time off. So, you know, we're off tomorrow. If you didn't work today, but I approved it, well, then you get paid for tomorrow as long as you show up on Monday if you're scheduled to work. If you have Monday off and it's scheduled and approved, that does not count against you, right? So you must work your scheduled day before and after the holiday to get paid holiday, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, next on the list here, up, oh, tear weights, we already did that. Sweeping yeah. out trailers, okay? Uh, we had a couple safety directors jump in trucks yesterday, and to their surprise, they got into some uh, trailers that were dirty, right? At the end of the day, doesn't matter what your day looked like. You could have swept out your trail all day long, switching in, in between materials. We want you to sweep it out at the end of the day. Number one, to give you a fresh start in the morning. You could haul anything without having to worry about sweeping out. And number two, what if you don't drive your truck or your trailer? Somebody else has to get in it and do your job. I believe that's face all that comes before you. There you go. Right? Face yeah, overcome. It's, it's face being prepared. Bring an honest value, Dave. Yep. yep. I mean, being and being accountable for your words and actions. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. worst case scenario, that material is going to freeze in there and it's going to really mess you up the next day. Oh, yeah, Dave. Well, oh, how many times has that happened rock. over the years, Dave? Ooh. I've got we, a terrible story. And yes, <laughs> it is my. My bad. personal, 
But uh, I was hauling three-quarter river rock um, all day the day before, and it was winter. I mean, I actually, I think it was spring. And I didn't sweep out, and I had, I don't know, a couple five-gallon buckets worth of river rock frozen in my trailer. And that very next morning, my first load was a load of golf course sand to, like, Cherry Creek Country Club or something. Big time, you know, those people down there were watching every single grain of sand coming out of your they trailer. They see a piece of squeegee in there. They're rejecting Oh, buddy, it, and I was like, oh, my God. It took me the better part of an hour to chip that river rock out before I could load. Right. And, and it would have taken, taken 10 minutes uh-huh. the day before, right, Dave? Yep, because yeah. it was frozen solid. Yeah. And then you think, oh, well, if it was frozen, why don't you just leave it in there? It's not going to come out. No way. You put that warm sand from the middle of the pile because yep. the the surface of the pile is, is air temperature. But once that loader digs into the pile, it's warmer inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's going to melt that rock. Yep. It's going to warm it up. And that rock would have come right out in the sand and would not have been pretty. Yep. So learn from yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and our experience again, Dave, I, I know you talk about golf course sand, and I don't know if everybody is aware of that, but the big deal, you know, you top dress the the golf course or you top dress the greens is what they call it. So they put a, a small amount of sand and they top it and they dress it. That's the reason the top dressing and stuff like that. But then they sent this these mowers out to mow the greens, Ooh. which is a very short cut of grass is what we're what we're leading up to that rock chips a mower blade mm-hmm. well that's not that's not my sear special with one blade where i take my grinder and knock the chip out it's a mower head with usually five or six blades on the one mower head mm-hmm. yeah. that's hydraulically driven and once that's chipped that's trashed and we've we've had to pay for mower heads before and mm-hmm. uh, you know i I don't know, fifteen, two thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars for a mower head because there's several heads on there. Exactly, yeah. and our fault. And guess what? You can't replace one. Nope. Right. Nope. You have to replace all of them on the mower. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, you have a weird stripe. Yeah, they're different sharpnesses. There's usually yeah, five not, to seven or nine yep. heads on the mowers. Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah. not. There's that because that's the what if again. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if you leave that rock in there and you dump that load of sand? That's the story you're telling, Dave. Well, the what if is we just jacked up a mower. Yeah. We didn't bring honest value. We didn't. We didn't do our jobs. We weren't. The, we weren't the best. Yeah, and we're getting into that time of year. It's really getting scary because we'll be starting to haul salt. Yep, salt mm-hmm. and squeegee, and we've we've hauled a lot this year already. Yeah. We really have. Yeah. throughout the summer. Yeah, I mean, and their, is, their fall fill program they kind of kicked butt. We've moved a lot of salt year yeah. to date already, yeah. and you know the story goes back. There was a company here in town called Rockla, and they make concrete railroad ties. Right, huge, huge business. Because the railroad ties will last 50 years where the old wood creosote ones, they needed to replace every 20, 25 years, right? And the, the concrete is so much better. Well, the company that was delivering over there, I won't, won't mention any names, but the company that was delivering over there had a contaminated load that went in and they made about, I don't know, 150 railroad ties that just had salt all throughout it. And they had to throw away all of those concrete road road ties. And, you know, we've, we've, we've used this analogy in the years past on this or in the days past on this podcast. But what if we deliver a contaminated load that has salt in it and that goes in a load of concrete somewhere that's going on a bridge deck? Mm. What if it was going on the bridge deck on all of these 270 replacements right. that have just happened and that concrete is no good? It doesn't make strength because of the salt that's in it. That, whose fault is that? 
And Lord knows we need that bridge to last 60, 70 years. <laughs> yeah, right? Cause Man, we're not because they don't replace them. <laughs> right, yeah. we're not getting back yeah. to it. Yeah. So we have to help them. They're still not quite as good as they were when they were new in 1969. <laughs> Factual date there, just so everybody yep. knows. Yep. All right. Also, something we've talked about before is propping open your tailgates, okay? This is the time of the year. Honestly, I would just do it every day until the spring. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. make it part of your procedure. Have you it. park that truck, prop, pop your tailgate latches open, <clears throat> pull your uh, tailgate up, shut your tailgate latches, and then rest it on the top of your tailgate latches. Don't just, we had a guy just pop his tailgate latches the other day and just leave his tailgate down. That doesn't do anything. The reason we want you to do that is you don't want to, you don't want your seal on your tailgate to, to freeze to the actual tailgate, your tailgate. Yep. So that pulls out, you're going to be smelling your load on the, on the ground. Yeah, and we're supposed to get weather this weekend, yep. right, over the four-day weekend. Friday, Saturday. And, and Do we want to place any bets that we'll have one on Monday that's frozen closed? Oh, no, it's it would be a bad bet because there will be. <laughs> There'll be a couple. Yeah. Hopefully it's the truck without the tow hook and we'll... We can kill two birds with one stone. Because I believe when we all come to work on Monday morning, it's going to be about 20 degrees or even lower. Yeah. 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 Can't remember who it was. They were talking to me about Highway 85. I think it was Kendrick. But trucks are still going pretty quick on Highway 85. That is a really dangerous highway. It's one of my most hated highways to drive in the state. That 285. And what was the other one? Um... That other two lane is it 287 or no 285? Oh, any of those two lanes suck basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So hey, um, brother Dave, I think you were telling me that they have approved overpasses on Highway 85. Do you yes. know any more about that? I mean, nothing more has come of it, but yeah, they're the the fix for Highway 85 with all the intersections there where they've had so many people injured or hurt or killed. Yeah, so I definitely know 120th, 112th. I think 112th plane out goes away. Yeah. I think 120th will have an exit, but yeah, they will be, I'm going to call them bridges over those intersections. So it'll be kind of just like Highway 7. Yeah. You know, obviously Highway 7 works. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, there will be. That'd That's all. Great. That will all be elevated. That's DOT's fix for that. Yep. That'll probably happen before we get 270 fixed. <laughs> I hope they do 168 too, because we need it there. That's where. Yeah. We had that one accident. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I think the the when those guys were talking, I think it was Casey that was in here jamming was us. It? I, I he was just standing there. Flashberry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they were they were talking about they were driving yesterday. And they had one of the drivers, you know, change lanes, change lanes, change lanes, change lanes in front of them, mm-hmm. and kept going back and forth. And when they got to the to the plant, whether it was Union or wherever they were going, uh, the if it was Casey or whoever, they pulled in right behind the truck. Right. All that work for nothing. All, all that work for nothing. And then and then we talked about it. Here's here's my what if again. So every time you make that lane change. You just open yourself up for a mistake. Yep. You know, did you You've see increased that? the risk substantially Every, to have an accident? Yeah, yeah, and right? and, I, and I joke with them. So does it? You know, like you're saying, you increase the risk, Dave. So does it go? Your first lane change is 25. Then your next lane change is another 25. So it's your 50 percent. Now you're at 25. Yeah. Again, your third one, you're at 75. So you know, when you make the four lane changes, you're almost 100 percent that you're going to have an accident. You right. know, you. 
or or a hundred percent more the times likely yeah 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 yeah. i mean basically what i'm hearing you say you won't have a lane change accident if you're not changing lanes so (laughs) yeah Yeah. pretty safe bet right jam but yeah but but you have written here jam maybe you mentioned it but we we called it cadillac it you know you you have to pull that mindset up that I just can't rush through this. It's going to be okay. I'm going to get there, and it's not going to save me any more time. But it's going to save me. I'll be I'll be more tired. I'll be more unsafe. I'll have I'll have all these situations that's happening. And you know the other you know going through all those lights like you say they they suck and you you have to read them. You know the the drop ten in cover. Yeah. We've talked about it. I don't know how many times. I don't know for new listeners what's what's the drop ten in cover. Yep. Going through an intersection, you drop your speed 10 miles an hour and cover the brake with your foot. You don't have to hit the brake, but just be ready. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That was one of the other things Ken said. I thought you say Casey, I say Ken. We'll just say Flashberry. <clears throat> there was another <laughs> There was another big truck, not a JFW truck, just really getting after it. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, on the throttle flew, 100%. Flew past him, yeah. Well, no, he wasn't getting anywhere. He was trying to speed up, but you can't go anywhere. So he's doing all this work beating the truck up. And you're not highway 85 is too busy. You're not. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. You could. I mean, even if you make a light that the trucks behind you didn't make, I mean, you ain't going nowhere. Right. No. So, yep. And it'll wear you out by the end of the day. You'll be exhausted. That's yeah. the that's the Cadillac and thing. That's the absolutely. You know, when you see the some of the the rock stars or the silent warriors, you know, when you come in here and you see one guy, they're just like wore out. Like they've they've went to war all day long. <laughs> Next guy comes in, you're like, dude, did you work today? Yep, headed to the gym. And he comes in 15 minutes after the guy that yeah that killed it. Yeah, because yeah. the guy that killed it didn't kill it enough to go to yeah. go to make it save enough time to go get another load. Right, right. right? It it didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, old old story, you guys. You know, go back to back of the day when my grandpa was trucking. Um, Don't do that, Jim. I got it. Right. I got it. I'm going to go there. You know, diesels were just starting to come out, and he had an old gasser. I don't know what five thirty four, Dave, with a with a five and a four or something like that. I mean, I would tell you that was the fancy gasser. He probably wasn't even to the five. He wasn't. He was only. He was only at the four seventies or (laughs) something. You know, and and working hourly or or whatever. Holy Holy smokes! Jam just dropped his gun. Screw that radio. Um, Damn, that floor is loud, huh? <laughs> right? It is really loud. At least it was. I don't know how it was on the Thanks, mic. Super Dave. But, uh, yeah, anyway, a couple of the guys had bought the new diesel trucks, and they were faster than the old gas motors. And they're they're looking at my grandpa going, hey, how come you don't get you a new truck? What's what's up? Don't you want the new diesel? And grandpa was like, not really. You guys have spent all that money, and I show up maybe five or ten minutes later than you do, and I'm getting the same amount of loads Made you just are. just as much money. Bre- Bring, yeah, same amount of money, bringing just as much value to the customer, and my, you know, my gas truck is is just fine. And you know, decades later, all that's changed because you're looking for fuel efficiency and safety right. and all that kind of stuff. Or you know, that weight, weight, all, yeah. all that wasn't there when when they were just changing to the to the diesel trucks and stuff. But yeah, you guys, and he he, that's where we got the deal. As Grandpa used to call it, Cadillac, and slow and steady all day long. And the end, you know, those guys would race and stop for lunch. You know, yeah, like right. He just pass them, and yep. their 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 big old diesel motors weren't helping with that. So yeah. bringing value, nice. Uh, Mikey had a couple things. One is, <clears throat> if your tarp isn't working, don't wiggle your tarp connection at the tarp motor. 
because <clears throat> we're doing that and we're breaking the stud off in the motor and then that motor is junk. Mm. You know, you could check the connection to see if it's tight. Pigtail to pigtail. Yeah, but if you start wiggling that and you start moving that stud around, it's just going to break off in the motor and now we got to buy a new tarp motor. Yep. Dave, you probably know how much those cost. I, I The new ones are different, Jam. I think the old <clears throat> ones were like 600 bucks. I think the new ones are like 900 but I, you can't quote me on that. I don't know. All right, so we don't want to spend a minimum of $600. Yeah, we don't want to spend six or nine if we don't have to. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, to yeah. me, Dave, you're pretty spot on because that's that's just a winch motor that yeah. that we we wheel with. We we, 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 we wheel with. That's easy for me to say. <laughs> you know, and those are depending on what, what stuff you get on them, they're six to... A thousand bucks, right. yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah. same same winch motor, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, we also wanted to talk about manual shifting the truck. Obviously, we promote manual shifting. You know, if you're at a red light and you're loaded, we want you to kick it down a gear. If you're coming down a hill, we want you to manual shift to hold the truck back. But we also want to be, I'm gonna say, gentle with the manual shifter. You know, you don't want to be hammering on that thing. It is a piece of, it is a part, and parts are meant to break, and those things have been breaking a lot. Yeah, though, now those I can speak to. I mean, they're six hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? And we have been going through them left and right. Huh. When they do fail, you know, part of the thing that sucks on them is you're out of commission. Right. It's sending a transmission fault because it it can't shift. Because all of that electronic goes through that shift stock, which I know everybody's like, well, that's stupid. Well, no, it's not because that's part of it. That shift stock has to go down and work through the transmission, through that computer that's tied to the engine computer, that's tied to all the rest of the chassis nodes, right? That are tied to the ABS brakes, that are tied to the the hill assist, that are tied to the hill start. You know, that's it's everything's connected, right? And those those shift stocks weren't meant to be put in manual and shifted all day long, right? If you want to shift it, shift it. Don't bang that up and down. And, and we don't know what's causing it, right? So when I talk about this, I'm kind of going over generic items. It's definitely not meant to be put in manual and driven all day long like right. that, right? Try putting it in automatic. Shift it when you need it, right? Or use your jakes a little more efficiently. Turn those on or off when you're empty. Because I know how aggressive they are on three and even two sometimes uh, when you're empty. Uh, yeah, there's just there's a lot of things to that controller, but they're very expensive because there's so many things on them, right? They're your Jake one, two, and three position. They're your on the pack car product, which is the ones we're having trouble with. They're also your I'm gonna say it wrong, Max Jake, uh, Max uh, Max braking is that what? You're yeah, talking? I forget what it is. There's a detent when you pull it down on the pack mm. car product. That, That's that, the Max. Is it called Max? I yeah, can't remember. Is. Gosh, I'm losing track of all that stuff but and then uh, obviously it's your forward neutral and reverse then it has the button on the end for manual or automatic there's there's a lot going on on that shift stock right Mm. they've also designed that so it's better it's all in one location you know i'm sure a lot of people are like well put the jakes back on the dash with the two switches and it's actually better where it's at you know i mean everything about it is better other than when it breaks it's very expensive I remember there was a national back order on those things for a while too. We couldn't even get them. Couldn't even get them. Yeah. 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 And then, and then what? What we're with all the information we're gathering and what Dave's talking about and what Mikey's come to too is when you do get a shift fault, he's been able to restart the truck. But as long as you leave it in automatic, you can finish the day out. But the minute you shift it manually, 
the fault shows back up yes. and, and stops you. So that's the reason we're leaning towards that it's something we're doing by In shifting the, yeah. it so much manually that we're giving it, we're creating a fault. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it wouldn't work when we get it reset and you leave it in automatic and it works just fine. Mm-hmm. And then to bring up your point, Jam, when you, you know, gently, you know, we've seen a couple of videos and the reason we're looking at the videos is like an accident's happened, like we've backed into a bend, we've driven over a block. Well, when that person realizes that they've done that, the first thing they hit pretty damn hard is that shift stock. Mm. They hit it in reverse or they hit it in forward because they're upset, they just screwed up, and you're just going, you see that action off the wheel when you, you, know, you smack it down or you smack it up or you know you flip it to reverse or forward and... Yeah, that's that's part of the being the gen the gentle. Yeah, you can't yeah. move a gear shift that fast, right? No, no, right. You can't take a gear shift. Yeah, flip it, you know, into reverse exactly. or whatever. It's just a yeah. super yeah. Dave. You could probably, or all you guys could relate to this, but we're going a test drive with a new driver, <clears throat> and you get one guy. I mean, he just he's, he's gentle with the truck, right? He's smooth. He's gentle, shifts beautifully, and then you get another guy. I mean, he's sweating, changing gears, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like, I've seen it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Yeah. And, you know, those are the guys that were double clutching. And, like, they just didn't understand how the transmission worked. You can move 92,000 pounds gently. It's possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we – <laughs> should I bring this up? Obviously, we've all talked about it, about me and Dave sitting in the truck watching the guys go out in and out of the driveway. Uh-huh. And like you're saying, Jam, it's easy to move 92,000 and gently. But it's so funny how how you're, you're doing a great job. You ease to the driveway. You drop that front axle in the curb, and then you just hammer Shut the fuel. And you boom, boom, you shoot out and stuff. And that's a finesse. That's a... That's a right a talent to be able to barely give fuel to the truck and get it to move gently. And that's how you move that 92,000 is gently, you know? And like me and Dave talked to, or we've all talked to, also when you're coming up there in that driveway, the manual side of it, lock it in first, lock it in second, take it out of to take it out of that fourth if they're defaulting to the fourth, right? right? Exactly. I mean, I think we have all those fixed, Jim. I think the max you can it defaults to is third. Third, right? But that's what we're having happen when they get to the driveway. They get that steer axle out of the driveway and they give it a little bit of throttle. Well, they're in third gear, mm, and then the start. truck like actually lurches up and <laughs> they shoot out of the driveway. And you didn't even need to put it in manual. So I, when we say gentle, I think there's a bit of education there. Mm. That hey, just just down tap, take it out of third to second to first. You know, I went and picked up 0080 Monday morning at at Peterbilt, hopped in it. You know, did my my quick pre trip on everything, fired the truck up, it built air. I put it in gear and I noticed oh, it's going to take off in third. The first thing I did was you know downshift the shift stock because I'm like, well, I'm in the parking lot here. Third's way too high a gear to navigate this. I'll look like an idiot, you know. And, I did at least drop to second before I even let off of the brake. Mm. And it just idled out. It just took off so nice. And you know what I mean? You just, I don't know, you're cool on your stool, man. Mm-hmm. You don't look like a rookie. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> a wookie. A wookie. A wookie. A wookie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from JR. JR wanted to remind people that when it is cold out, you don't want to wrap your RPMs up to run your PTOs, to run your box up and down, trailer up and down. 
you know, typically we're looking for a thousand RPMs, but if that fluid, your hydraulic fluid is cold and, and thick, that's not good for the PTO. You're going to want to do a little bit lower RPM. Yeah. And then this is new. I think Ray told me this, but Super Dave, did you hear anything about they changed uh, the bins at Morrison? They load quicker or the the manual button um, is opening faster? Or? No, and I was listening to Ray. He said it's just going fast. Um, my experience with that bin is if it's full, it's going to load fast. Right. And if it's empty, it's gonna you're not going to get your 27 tons. Right. So his recommendation, I guess maybe they just been doing better keeping it full. Maybe. The yeah, hour was a little slower that day, so the bin was fuller. Good way to start is hit that 27 button and see where you're at before yep, you check start. Your load. Yeah, yeah, before you start, you know, topping it off for five seconds or whatever. Just yeah, and, see where and you're something at. I want to throw in there too, and this again is the voice of experience, but if you want to just give a little extra pinch with that manual button, do it at the tailgate don't do it in the front because mm. we've had a driver do it in the front and it's stuck open and then he proceeded to have 80 tons of three-quarter rock fill his truck up yeah. or overflow, overflow around flow and, and it. To dig it out and yeah what well, and listening to you guys and, and and me thinking about again like you're saying dave from experience though if if the 27 button's giving you 27 and if it's giving you fast what do we need to do to prepare ourselves that it's going to load faster. What are some of the points that we've done? Jam, uh, go, go for it. Lock your diff in. Yeah, helps, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Choose a lower Down gear. First gear. Yep. Exactly. All the Put things we yep. Yeah. Be, be prepared, ready mm -hmm. to do that, so that if it's loading that fast, you can move. You're mm -hmm. not going to spin. You're not going to hop. You're in first gear mm -hmm. that's meant to move a loaded truck efficiently and gently. Roll your window down. This way you make sure you don't get locked out of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we just got a new instruction or, or site-specific from the Morrison Quarry yesterday. Ray Ray brought them back. And they have a beautiful picture, color picture, with all the different areas, loading areas, the bins, the, you know, left-hand traffic is, mm. is uh, highlighted there and everything. But I, I just know it was made by somebody who doesn't load. And they've never hauled one load out of that quarry because there is a little inset of a picture of the buttons, and it says the 26, 27, whatever the buttons are, are labeled is the number of tons. And that's, yeah. you, there's no way you can be exact on that. Those are seconds. Yep. That's a timer. And if that bin is full, just like the fry bins, it's coming out at about a ton a second. Yeah. Is it that way every single time? No way. Probably not one even, out of 10. Yeah, not even close. Not even it? close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, be aware of that those are that's twenty seven seconds. You might end up with twenty nine tons. You might end up with twenty five. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Ken wanted me to make an announcement on this as well. Drivers need to scan as far ahead as possible before looking down in their lunchbox or looking at the radio. We're having a lot of drivers having harsh brake events because they are not seeing traffic stopping up ahead. Yeah, I mean I've had that happen. You know you. You're driving, everything looks cool. You turn away for a second. Next thing you know, you break, you're, you're breaking it down hard because you didn't see traffic was coming to an abrupt stop. I mean, I'm glad he threw that out there, Jim, but who can't feel their way through a lunchbox? I mean, I definitely know my way around a lunchbox. I mean, I can feel the difference between a sandwich <laughs> and a pop can, right? right? Or a water bottle or a banana or Is a bag a of chips. Or a banana? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's going to go bad. Right? It's going to go south. But I, I guess that's... 
I mean, it boils down to distracted driving. Yes. Whether you're looking yeah, at your cooler, Jim, yeah. whether you're looking at your radio, whatever you're doing. I mean, I was guilty this morning. So, for some reason, yesterday, I turned my daytime running lights off. So, I, no, I turned my automatic lights off mm. all the way to the left. Well, I'm driving home last night, and I'm like, why aren't my dash lights on? Like, my instrument panel's lit up, but, like, I can't see where my heat is at. I'm like, did I blow a fuse or this and that? Yeah. But I started focusing on that so much. I'm like, that could wait. I need to get home safe. <laughs> and then this morning I get in because I forgot about it by the time I got home. And same thing. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to need to look at my fuse box when I get to work and see what's going on. And again, I'm like, you know, fixated on like I can't see where my heat's at. And then I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. I turn my lights off. So I mean, you, you drove see? home without any lights on. Well, well my, headlights, my, daytime running lights well, are on. My maybe. daytime, yeah. I, my, that was the thing is I knew my headlights were on because they were on. But My daytime but running lights Yeah, your on. daytime running lights, right. yeah. Not yeah. headlights. But not headlights, yeah. No tail lights. Ah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But you have, it's so deceiving. I mean, the rental car industry is horrible about that, mm. right? Because, I mean, it's any car I've ever rented you get there and they're off. Even though they have an automatic setting, they're, they're off. They're off, yeah, for them. But when so. you take off and you're driving during the day and it's the sun goes down, you know, say you have a two-hour drive ahead of you or whatever, you leave in the sunlight, and as the sun's going down, your dash lights are on, you're mm. seeing light on the ground right. in front of you. Right. So you make the assumption, oh, the automatic is on, right? right? It's it For me, it's a hiccup, man. I don't know what rule or law created that. To me, you shouldn't have any instrument panel lights whatsoever. You should right. be dark. Ever, right? right? Yeah. And I know they do that as a safety. So, like, if you go through a tunnel, right. you but, know. And, and, but that would have worked because if, yeah. if my instrument panel was off, I would have been like, my lights aren't on. Exactly. Yeah. You know, now I know why the cop was turning his lights on behind me. <laughs> People were trying to flag Everybody me was flashing. The <laughs> guy next to you, roll down your window. Turn on your lights. You're going the wrong way. You don't know which way I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that reminds me. We had someone here that drives a maroon Chevy or GMC Sierra, maybe, Jim? Yeah. A 1500 four-door that has... Sounds like Jack Domenico. It does, but, we, we but thought, it's not. Yeah, we uh, thought it was yeah. with Jack just Dang the it. car. I wish it was him. But well, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have... Talk to him about it. They have no... Yeah, there's only one tail light, uh. which is the right side. And there's only one of three brake lights, which again is the right side. So there's no oh. cab brake light mm. and no left brake light. Like there's no left tail light. Gotcha. So huh. yeah, get might, your act together. Might want to look at that. Yeah. Right. Move. That's an. I mean, for me, the brake light thing is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody hit you. Yeah, yeah. No lights in the back. I didn't realize, and I learned something today, but I didn't realize with your daytime running lights, there are no lights in the back. Yeah. No tail. No lights so. in That's, the back. Jim. That is super dangerous. Yeah. So. The good news is your brake lights work, yeah. though. And your yeah. turn safe. <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, I made it home safely. So Good. We're glad you're here. All right. We're I'm grateful glad, for that. I'm Jay. glad to be here on <laughs> podcast day. It's actually Friday, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. we're it off. is Friday. We've got yeah. a four-day weekend coming up. I do want to talk about last week and a little bit of the week before. I'm actually proud of JFW. Uh, you know, I don't want to say this prideful or being cocky, but JFW, like, we give so many chances to people. Like I, I, I sometimes tell people it's hard to get fired here. You know, it's not easy for us to be like, 
we don't want to give that guy another chance or girl, right? But we were able to, you know, finally make a decision on four people that just were not a good fit to work here. And I got to tell you, honestly, I feel like JFW is a better place. I feel like it's lighter. I feel like we have a really good group of people that work here, you know. And when you start focusing on the four negatives out of 100, you would think that's such a small percentage. I couldn't tell you how many hours I spent last week researching and confirming and you know, getting the data to see if we actually need to let these people go. But I honestly feel like we're a better place because of it. Uh, one person was so hell-bent on us serving him and giving him, you know, all the cream of everything. Like, this is what I need, and I need this, and I need that, and I need to make money, I need to do this. But he's going home early once a week or twice a week or calling off or not living up to his part of the deal. And at the end of the day, this this all comes down to trust, right, and honesty and doing the right thing. Like, he wanted us to bend over backwards for him. He'd been here three or four weeks, but he wasn't coming to work every day or he wasn't working the whole days. How are you going to make the money when you're leaving money on the table? You're not getting your percentage bump. You're not earning your PTO. That's what happens when you come to work every day. You get right. those things. If you right. don't, you're already not getting paid for a day at work and you're not getting your percentage bumps. We had another guy, he was asked to grab a truck and decided to go home instead. His truck broke down, we made arrangements, we jumped through hoops, Kendrick and Casey hooked the trailer up, Scooby shuttled him over to the other yard, jumps in his truck and goes home. Doesn't want to drive that truck. But not only that, didn't say anything. Right. We had another guy, you know, wasn't being honest with the way he was billing Rebel. And I'm glad we caught it, because we caught it for us, we also caught it for our customer. Right, and I don't even remember, oh, then we had another guy, it's, it's, it's really sad, 50-something-year-old man faking doctor's notes, giving us, giving us documents that are made up from the <laughs> internet, no address, <laughs> no, no facility name. Yeah. Jam, I, I, I understand how serious that is, and I'm laughing because of how... Ridiculous. Oh, it was ridiculous. I mean, you brought it in. You, you like, you walked in 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 the Dave office, right? That's what I call it now, yeah. the Dave office. Dave that's all that's in there, right? Dave squared. And... Uh, you held it up and you're like, look at this. It's ridiculous. It just has a doctor's name. Like you said, no address, no phone number, right. no no information, no location. It just nothing on right. this. And as you were holding it, I like typed in fake doctor's notes. <laughs> right. Poof. <laughs> the first one that pops up is that doctor's note. Same exact and you could see, just like you said, where you where he cut it out with a pair of scissors. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was sad. It and was pathetic. Just, yeah. You know, I compare. Is, is that honest value? No, it's not honest value. There's nothing good about that. Dishonest value. Yeah, yeah and the, and the, the thing trust is, is gone. there was already an attendance problem. You know what I mean? And people are predictable. Like, I may not be the smartest guy in the world, but I understand people. You know, and when I see that you had somebody cover your shift on Saturday, and then you have this phony BS excuse to leave on a Friday, great, bring us a doctor's note. Yeah, I knew I had him on Friday. Yeah. You know, Monday. When he handed me the fake one, it was like no surprise. It was like, of course, this this is what I get. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not really trying to, you know, we're not mentioning names, so I don't feel like I'm throwing anyone under the bus. But these are the things that we deal with. But we have to we have to verify. Even even when I showed Brother Dave the note, he's like, well, you better do some research on that before you 
you pull the trigger because that... Yeah, we have to know, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> pull the research on what? There's nothing to research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I even, once we figured out the doctor's name when I researched it, <laughs> it was an obstetrician. <laughs> and a gynecologist. <laughs> yeah. Both, right? <laughs> yes, One person, yeah. two jobs. Yeah. Yep. He was just going to be a gynecologist, and he looked into it and decided <laughs> yeah. to get into optometry. <laughs> yeah, the in the, you know, you guys both said it that it's hard to get fired here and, and we have to find all the facts. One of the emails was sent on this spe specific person was that, you know, he's down to his last chance. You know, we can't put up with this. The attendance so bad. I bet he loses it next week was, was the email. Right, the next day. And, and the next day, <laughs> yeah. he already, this is where the doctors and the notes come <laughs> up. And, you know, one of the emails back was, well, it, it, he didn't even make it the next week. Right. You know, and, and then that's when... You're like, well, we should have just done something about it. Right. We're yeah. really bad. So there, there's a saying in business, and it's called hire slow, fire fast, right? And the reason they say that, and we're not great at this. We're, we're actually terrible at the fire fast part because we like, we're, we are we are a company of giving people chances. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we all, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I've been given chances, you know? I, well, Super Dave, you are perfect. You probably didn't need a chance, but <laughs> oh, man, stop it. but Far from you know, hire people slowly so you could get to know them before you you know go to work with them every day. You know, if you I read this somewhere, if you knew when you hired somebody, you can never fire that person. Would you want to spend the rest of your life, the rest of your career, working with that person, right? And before you take a job, if you knew you could never quit that job, is that the company that you want to work for, right? Yeah. That's why some of these companies have, you know, two, three, four, five, six interviews mm -hmm. where this industry isn't built like that. This is an industry of driver needs a job and we need a driver. You know what I mean? And we get into bed with these people and then we figure out what we get. You know, Super Dave does get a great, do, do a great job, you know, weeding people out first, but sometimes we get a bad egg. You know, people are not their real selves in an interview. We get the representative, right? The fire fast part is once you see somebody's true colors, they're not going to change. It's pretty much what you're going to get. You know, have we given people chances and they've proved that they are not that person? Yes. But nine out of ten times, you know, once you identify that problem, it's a problem. A tiger can't hide its stripes, huh? Nope, sure can't. Yeah, and, and I know we've talked about it, Jam. You just did a great job explaining it but and it used to bother me that we don't fire faster because we're like oh my gosh we should have fired that person we should have fired that person or you know not that we should have fired them they they've done something wrong they've lost their job yeah. i kind of want to go yeah, back and, us. and say that right they right. they've they've done something but i also and we've talked about this appreciate how many chances we do give because we're really honorable yeah. when it comes to that we even though you know the the saying is the tiger can't change his stripes we do everything we can to enable you to change your stripes right. we give you the paint <laughs> we give right? the, the, the brush the colors the, the time, brush the, the whole nine yards yeah. the, gloves, yeah. the water to wash your hands when <laughs> yeah. you're right. done yeah. every right? opportunity you know, if you make is. a mistake we get you the eraser to get yep. you know all that kind of stuff but that that's the that's the good thing because we're just trying to bring that honest value, and what if you can change your stripes? Right. Where do we where yeah. do, where do we end We've up? We've had that happen. All we have. Yeah. But yeah. Not, but Jam said it. Nine out of ten, we 
we right. haven't, right? But then, you then, you, then you get a phone call from a guy like Fabio, right? Who says, hey, I made a mistake, and the way you guys treated me through that mistake was so kind and nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's who we are. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm thankful. I'm very <laughs> thankful that we haven't lost hope in humanity. Yeah. But, I, I mean, we can sit here and those burns, when you get burned, yeah. they, they stack up. They right? create you a get, raw spot. You get hardened. You yeah. get processed. You get, you know what I mean? You go through all of those things and you you have to, you know, that's something I will give a thousand percent kudos here to super Dave. Dave, You know what I mean? Cause he's every person that shows up here is an open door, an open book for him. You know what I mean? Instead of just labeling them and going, Oh, you know, this person's not a good person. Yeah. I'm not gonna hire that. That person's not a good. Every person is, is a new slate, man. Unless they got face tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's so true. I was going to mention that Dave, that, you know, if you take if you, in Super Dave's position, if he just compared any every interview to all the interviews he's had and how they turn out, mm. we would never hire anybody. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I say that you you do, <laughs> Dave. You'd have but, to go. You'd have to. You have to give a, a new slate. I can't. I right. can't, can't say it any better than you did. But it's 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 so bad you'd never hire anybody, yeah. Dave. Right. But that's where you're thankful. You sit down and you look at everybody we have here. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And it, yeah. and we go through the list all the time. That's part of the yep. part of the shout outs. But I mean, yep. you know, the dispatchers, the shop people, the night shift, the wash bay, every single driver here that's a rock star. I mean, just yeah. I mean, so much yeah. to be blessed we have and thankful for. A lot of good people at work. Oh, it is yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. When you sit back and you really, you know. We had to handle the business last week with four people. Yep. That's four out of 150. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else right now that's a thorn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're better for it. The thorn or the the cancer, I was thinking when you were. Oh, the cancer is even better. Yeah, Yeah, given given your description, Jamini, you know, you don't affect that many people. And I don't remember the statistics, but we talked about how much better you are if you sit by somebody. that's that's better. smarter yeah. or better that's right? better than you yeah. right yeah but if how much worse you are if you sit next to somebody that's that's not what? you know yeah I, I i know where you're going with yeah. that like the that cancerous person affects 50 oh sorry wow. affects like 50 percent of the people around exactly, them exactly dave but that successful purpose person only affects like 10 percent. Right. yeah yeah right? but that but that because it's the you know all our little sayings the low road is easy, yeah. you know, so that that bad person can affect all this. Right. You know, we talk about the, you know, we we ran across a little bit of a time managing up at uh, up at 28. Yeah. You know, we had some feedback. Well, that happens quite a bit. Well, because everybody thinks it's okay. Yeah. When that's that's the low road. Yeah. Well, there's certain things not okay, and I think we're becoming more clear about yeah, what's, absolutely. what's yeah. accepted because. There's a couple. There's a couple sayings I got right. So one is you've heard it. When it comes to standards, it's not what you practice. It's not what you preach. It's what you accept. But also, the culture of the company is only as good as what we're willing to accept as a worst behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's our true culture. And well, the 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 one new guy that we talked about that you let go that we let go last week. Oh yeah. He he. You know the trainer was like he's an amazing driver. He's Great. an amazing driver. Yeah. You know, we need a guy like this. He's an amazing driver, but he's got to go make money. He's got to go make money. He's got to go make money. You know what I mean? Right. Everything was centered money, around money, that. Money. He's got to go make money. So is he truly amazing? 
Right? He could back the truck up. Yeah. It was amazing at that, like the yeah. driving part. Right. Right. Is it, Terrible. Is he, is he, four off. weeks he was here, he missed like five days. No, not at all. And we'll yeah. take culture over skills any day because we could teach people the skills. You can't teach culture or ethics or morals. Right. Right. You either got that or you don't. Mm-hmm. You know? So and that's where you can maybe, get it if someone helps you with it, though, yeah. Jim. If you want it, and that's the yeah. that's the yeah. the fire fast. We recognize that, but if we're helping and we can change that person, yeah. you know, there's that there's that small chance. Yeah, yep. but a guy like that needs to die to self or deny self a little bit and become more about the team in order to become a better sure. person. You sure. know what I mean? So yeah, because the 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 person we're talking about. Wasn't that multiple jobs too, weren't we? Oh, he was a self-proclaimed job hopper. He got and yeah. did a ride-along with one of our guys and was just like, yeah, I jump jobs a lot. You know? <laughs> I don't know how that. <laughs> jump on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that benefits. I'm not sure where that. Yeah, actually, we didn't even fire him. We just kind of laid it out like, look. <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Here's, your, like, here's our expectations. Yeah, you're either going to jump on board with what we need or you could go on down the road. Well, he chose to go on down the Absolutely. road. Absolutely. Because he couldn't raise his level nope. to our standards, nope. right? He, I mean, when you really think about what I just said, he need to raise his level to our standards, right? right? That's, that's saying a lot. Yeah. Otherwise, we would have dropped our standards to his behavior, which is not our culture. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I don't know why it's just set with me when I've, I've been writing emails and what you guys are talking about, Jim. You talked about the... Uh, review on on Facebook, I think it was, where they said that I don't know, I don't remember the exact, but that we're terrible or they're oh. they're terrible. <laughs> they said they're a joke, but they spelled yeah. joke T H E R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jokes they, on you, they, buddy. I thought they it spelled was there. there. <laughs> you said they spelled you... joke T H. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> jokes on me. <laughs> yeah, they spelled there T H E R. Just to clarify that yeah. for our listeners. Yeah, I'm, yeah. They, I'm they're so a smart. Joke and, <laughs> I ha- I haven't written an email since you've said that where I haven't went back over there and there right. and R and R. Oh, and, right. Because, yeah. But that's that's my standard. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to be that right. that person, you know. And and when you kick it out, when, when you talk about that, Jam, it wasn't that the, so what if they think we're a joke? Okay, go, go on past that. Yeah, but we know the truth. Right. We know the truth. We're hilarious. But just that, just that. <laughs> Their standard, what they did right there, and it's not—it's not a shot at them. That's their standard, right? Yeah, yeah. And nobody's subpar. nobody's real. Yes, Dave, subpar. Nobody's realizing that that's their standard through everything. Right. It's not a mistake. It's their standard. Right. And and you just yeah. To me, anyone who reads that post will look at that person and be like, I have a feeling who the real joke who, is. Right. Here. Where the problem yeah. lies. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so funny. Go, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, anyone who's a self-proclaimed job hopper right. <laughs> probably doesn't have that high a standard. No. Yeah, right? It's funny. This is just kind of humorous. But uh, one of my Facebook friends, she's all into that AI, like chat bot, I think they call it. So mm. like, basically, you could be like, hey, uh, chat bot, write me uh, an essay on truck safety. Yeah. And it'll spit this like amazing yeah. article out, right? So she's like, Hey, I'm using this thing. Uh will anybody volunteer to poke holes in it? And she spelled holes W H O L 
So knowing me, the chatbot she's using is better than her. So so I so I put you know asterisk H O L E S and I wrote like this question mark. <laughs> she's like exactly. Yeah, <laughs> at least she at least she answered that. Right. Yeah. Like, she paid oh, more man. interest to her English class. She could have wrote that yeah. essay herself. She's actually yeah. a pretty smart person. She uh, the way I met her is I took a LinkedIn class like ten years ago. And she put, yeah, she puts on all these like social media and LinkedIn and like, this is just what she does for mm-hmm. a living. But it was just yeah. funny that is you know, cute. to poke holes yeah. in it and she spelled holes wrong. So. Yeah. I mean, I, again, Jam, <laughs> I, I, I go th- try to go through my emails. I mean, really, it's like a, a 20 second email. I'm there 15 minutes right. making sure that. Yeah. The autocorrect. I'll write an email. Like my strategy is write the email and then go back and fix all the autocorrects. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, just, yeah. That one's wrong. That one's wrong. Yeah, that one's yeah. 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 My thing is Right, get it all out. Get your thoughts all out. Right. Then go back and edit it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And but the worst still. is to end up sending it, and then you go back through the email. Oh my god! And it's glaring. Then yeah. Right? So I wrote. You, you set it out. I wrote a letter for one of our drivers to give to his lawyer, which coincidentally I knew the guy from 15 years ago, or at least 10 years ago. And I write out the letter, and I fix my typos. I print it. I give it to our driver. And then the next day, like it was still up on my screen and I read it and I'm just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like really? That's what you sent? <laughs> so, all right, you guys got anything else for the discussion before we move on to questions from the audience? No, I just, I know we kind of did a lot of harping and I just, I want to be sure everybody hears what we're thankful for yep. and how many amazing people are here. Yep. They just, I hope yep. everybody hears that and I hope everybody looks around and sees it. Yep. And, I, and I, I hope they see and appreciate the change we are making or right. trying to make, right? Because right. continually, they, the good people see those others. Yeah. And the thing know? is, too, is some of those people that are no longer here, it may have been somebody's buddy. Like, I even had a driver say, hey, what happened to my buddy? I'm like, well, if he's your buddy, you better ask him. Like, yeah. I'm not giving you the... The, the, the full skinny. I'm, I'm not going to spill the tea on your buddy, you know what I mean? Yeah. But... At the end of the day, they may have been cool. Like, being cool with somebody doesn't make them a good JFW fit. Like, he might have been a cool person and might have been a good guy to get a beer with, but he was not a good teammate. Yeah, yeah. it's back to the full package, Jim. Yep. Was that person really a full package? I mean, he he's your buddy, but can you call him in the middle of the night and go, hey, my car broke down? Because right. he's got his phone switched off because that's what he does? Right. And and like the song says, when you're in the ditch in the middle of the night, you find it, and you make a phone call, you find out who your friends are. Yeah, I'm I'm all your friends till about eight (laughs) o'clock. Then you got to wait till four thirty. I send up I send up the bat signal then the little spotlight. I know you'll answer. Jim's talking about phones off. I'm like, oh my god. No, did he try calling me? (laughs) Twice. You you guys are well. If you call twice, you certainly we got through. You guys are all on my favorites, so you should ring through. But my phone does go on. Do not disturb, because. I'm sure we've all had that phone call at one in the morning that we haven't. It, need, that yeah, you didn't really need to take, and it could have waited till four thirty. Let me put it this way: if your buddy's in the ditch at one in the morning, you better find new friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. All right, man, man, Super Dave, the guy hauling Coors, his tailgate popped. I had to get up. I had to go get him. I slid off in the ditch. I'm calling you, Super Dave, and you're like. I need new friends. This guy's calling me. <laughs> uh, all right. Questions from the audience. Ray asks, if we are getting new motors for some of the trucks, does this mean we are getting to keep the trucks longer than five years? 
Actually, me and Dave talked, and we're going to take that new motor and pull it out of the truck and then order a glider. Oh, and nice. then go ahead and put it in the glider. Sweet. And have an updated truck with less warranty. Yeah, what I would probably do is take the old motor out, save it, and then when you go trade it in, you can put the old motor back in. You just give it to the blown and truck. True. Blown works. motor. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're just teasing you guys, obviously, you know, because it's, it's so complicated. But no, that doesn't that doesn't happen. It doesn't, doesn't work like that. The thing the thing is, it doesn't extend the warranty. That's the problem with ah. the situation on that vehicle. The whole truck is still getting to you know whatever it might be four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. So the warranty doesn't re-extend with that new motor. Right. What it does do is it hopefully gives us where we have no problems for the remaining two hundred thousand miles or a hundred thousand right. miles. That's right. the, does it increase the resale value at all? Like, oh, this motor no. only has two hundred thousand. No, not at all. Huh? You, you, you can, can yeah. you can put on the plaid pants and try and sell that yeah. jam, right. but yeah. no. Uh, and ultimately, my, they they look that truck has four hundred thousand miles on it. It's five years old. Here's the value. Yeah. It, it you can put in the fine print. You may get new motor. If you can swing a grand out of that, wow! On a seventy thousand dollar truck, that's it. Wow, that yeah. is it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and okay. it, it, you know, yeah, you guys are all saying the same thing. It's not a dollar amount, but it is a sales pitch. Yeah, or, or item. It I just mean, helps you sell the truck. Yeah, we're it, it's really no more money. Yeah, we're we're trading a couple of trucks in here. They both need new cams. You know, Kenworth or MHC will put cams in them and stuff because that's under warranty. Then you can say, hey, Pack Car had a cam problem. These two trucks have that fixed. Huh. Oh, great. I that's the truck I want to buy. Then the truck sitting right next to it for the same price. Mm -hmm. Right. That, but you're not making a buck more on it. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Oswaldo asks Any plans on increasing the 401k match? We, it's actually going to be a discussion at Monday's steering committee meeting. So, yeah, 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 and we talked, you know, we mentioned with uh, Big John brought that up, yeah. and I'm, I'm glad Oswaldo's bringing that up. And, you know, for we talked a little bit, and we will, like Dave <laughs> said, discuss it in the steering committee, is, you know, is that something that brings value to everybody? Because um, it really brings value to the guys that want to make JFW their career or their home, but also – you know, as you become vested, you can take that 401k and take it to another location. I, I, I don't want people to leave, but that 401k stays with you. So if you're a young person, start contributing, you know, and, and what you're asking is us to contribute more, to build more of that 401k. And then if you would go on to a different job, you have this 401k that you're bringing with you to your retirement and then hopefully your you know your employer your new employer is matching or whatever. Yeah. You know I don't want to paint the picture of you leaving though. I want to. Well, you kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to address this that we we have a good match so that you stay here. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the whole goal of the four hundred one k. We didn't even have that several years ago. Yeah. So let's so. talk about making it better, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know one of the great things Oswaldo knows and and you know John Moore brought this question up a couple yeah. weeks ago, right? Was and we haven't said this pitch for a long time. I mean, it's you guys can the probably free all money pitch <laughs> exactly, Dave. <laughs> I mean, it, it we're giving you free money. Free you know, money. When we were doing Jim, free money. <laughs> I mean, when we were doing some of the interviews, we always asked, "Hey, are you in the four hundred one k?" No, I got some bills to pay. I got you know, and you could open up your wallet and go, "Do you want this free hundred dollars if I gave it to you right now?" No, I'm busy. <laughs> Every one of them wants that free hundred dollars, right? But they're not willing to take it from us in their 401k. Mm -hmm. And I, I've, I've just always been puzzled by that. So I, I, great question, Oswaldo. Yes, we're looking at it. 
Yeah, and you and you get two guys. You know, uh, Oswaldo's a young person, so he's looking at his oh. future. John, John, <laughs> John's um, my age or an older person, but he's Whoa. also looking. Whoa, looking, he's well, older. Older. Yeah, he's make, older than Oswaldo. He's older than Oswaldo. Yeah, there you go. Me. So he's my age. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but also, when you when you become a certain age, you're looking at that retirement. But at 55, there's also an accelerated part of your 401k that helps you do a catch up mm. that the, that the government's put in there. So maybe he's looking at that, and the bigger the match is, the more it accelerates too. So there's. There's two guys looking at both ends of it, but they're they're trying to take care of themselves and their families. Sharp sharp guys. Yeah, great, absolutely. Great guys for the the question and stuff. Yep. And that's what that's what you need to do. Those are the people we want here because they're thinking of their future. Yep. Right. Yep. That's yep. a that's which, the which they're going to end up thinking of JFW's future because that makes their future better. Right. That's all there is. To, yeah. That's all there is to it. Bottom yeah. bottom line. Yep. Kurt Spencer asked, "Can we get a brush or some wash tools at Yard Twenty Three? For those who wash their trucks in between a regular wash schedule, all the wash tools like soap and brushes, soap and brushes are locked up in the shed, and they're locked up for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, we've we've, we've kind of looked at it. Uh, both me and Dave kind of mentioned it this morning with Super Dave and and the other stuff. Kurt bring this question up. We thought we've increased the the washing that happens at that yard over the last three years. To a phenomenal rate with the with our wash guys from here washing, plus the job they do compared to the job we used to get done, we we thought we've we've yeah, made some leaps and bounds. Yeah, for the last three years, your truck was only getting washed every two weeks. Now we're pretty sure your truck is getting washed every week. Yeah, and, so and I, much I, much better job. So yeah, Kurt, I mean, it doesn't make sense to leave that stuff out when when we when we've getting such a good wash job or what we think is or what we've thought we've made. Yeah. And there's just a few more intricacies to do that over there at that yard, right? We can't leave a hose hooked up outside because it'll freeze and break the faucet. We'll have to dig up the ground, fix it all. Uh, we've had problems with that stuff walking away, right? So we keep all the soap. It's very expensive soap. We can't leave the pressure washers out because they'll freeze in the wintertime. In the summertime, we can't leave them out because they'll be stolen. You know, so there's a there's a lot of intricacies. You know, is there even a spray nozzle for the end of the hose? Right? right? Did it get drained after it got used this time of year? Right. You know, I mean, it, right. there's there's a lot to it. But also hanging a brush and putting a bucket over there with maybe some powdered soap might not be a bad idea. I, you know, I, I'm certainly not against it. Yeah, it's not a bad question. We just thought we've handled the situation in a different direction. <clears throat> right. Yeah, and you are always more than welcome to drive over here and use a wash bay if yeah. it's not being used. All right, I do have one more question from Walter Salas. He had a question about the cameras going off over 72 miles an hour. Is that something new? No, that's not new. What that is called is a max speed alert. Our trucks. <laughs> <laughs> we do appreciate the question because somebody else asked that just the other day too. Our trucks are governed at 72 miles an hour. We don't really want you going faster than that. So if you're going over that, you're getting a max speed alert just saying, hey, you have reached the threshold of speed that we want you to stay under. So, yeah, yeah, me and it, that the max threshold on the speed there reminds me, Jam, and both me and Dave need to talk about it. We had a we talked about the company a couple months ago of the the trucks really looking good and passing us early in the morning on I twenty five at eighty miles an hour or better. Um, we one of our good friends 
called a, called us and and uh, the truck passed him so fast on I twenty five that he paced him, and the same trucks we were talking about was running ninety two miles an hour. Whoa! And obviously they're they're not governed, but they've let they've let that truck they've trusted. There's your back to your trust and your what if and all that kind of stuff. And we're after there. You know that truck passed somebody and, and scared a car, made a car mad, did something. I don't care what time of day, but that's the the interpretation of all trucks. That one truck, that one bad act, just affected hundreds of us. When when the good the good thing of us doing under seventy two miles an hour, seventy two miles an hour, it doesn't affect. It doesn't. Nobody's going. Yay yay! You only running seventy two miles an hour, but that guy going. Holy shit! You're running 92 miles an hour. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Well, that's the difference of keeping your license and not. You get pulled over anywhere doing 92 miles an hour. Oh man! Yeah. Even in a 75, right, Ma- Jim? Major moving violation. You're probably yeah. not going to work here for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. and, and every, I'm sure there's some guys that will listen to this. And go, oh, there's trucks that don't go 92 miles an hour. Bull. You know. Yeah, we, we've had several. Yeah, we know. We we know yeah. they'll run 92 yeah. miles an hour. And the person that that told us this. They're they're spot on. They're, they're yeah. I, they didn't I say would, I chased I, the truck down and got to ninety two miles an hour. Yeah. He paced it. Yep. He sat behind him. Yeah. And he paced knows. It. He knows exactly what to do. He's driven the whole bit. He's senior. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> senior would have outrun him and then slowed up. Going, oh, they're doing ninety two. <laughs> Hand out the window. Come on. Come on. Is that is that all that truck's got? Come on. You ain't making no money using the brakes. <laughs> That, uh, yeah, I, I guess rewind the clocks and go back in time. And we, our trucks never had a limit. It was as no. fast as the truck could go, right? Yeah. Didn't matter if you, you were only out of speed when you were out of engine RPM, your gear, right? Otherwise, gearing you could, or speed, yeah. Yeah, gear, and, yeah. And, and, and right, no matter your gearing, you yeah. were only out of speed when you had no more RPM to give yeah. it, right? Yeah. And you kept yeah. going, right? Yeah. We had, tri- we had triple-digit trucks, oh, yeah. I mean, all over in the fleet. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that all the trucks we own today, I can just look. I have a simple calculator to do it. They would all do 92 miles an hour. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you they'd do with 92. the gearing and the transmission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, yeah. they'd so pull forth. right to that with Hell no problem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. there's nothing special but about that truck. empty. Yeah. yeah. But here's the deal. We went, and again, go back in time, and that first huge fuel crunch back in 04, 05, something like that, Jim, we couldn't afford fuel. It was, it blew us away. And everybody's like, well, how fast do your trucks run? And we're like, well, they run as fast as we can go, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And everybody's like, well, you know, for X amount of speed, you save X amount of fuel. And we were like, what? We didn't, you know, I mean, of course it makes perfect sense, but this was 20 years ago, right? So, so we coincidentally lower the speed and they're like, listen, 72 is kind of a magic number right and we're like well let's try it well lo and behold man our fuel mileage we gained huge right and really none of the drivers really complained about it it didn't cost anyone a load i mean we had complaints don't get me wrong but no one really was like hey this is costing me a load a day or anything like that and what happened this this was a total byproduct of what happened so many of our safety phone calls went away we didn't have the phone calls going up and down I-25. Your truck was going 85 miles an hour and cut me off or pushing me or was in the left lane or was this or was that. 
And it eliminated all of that. And it, we didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. It was a 100% byproduct. And it was such a sweet, pleasant surprise that we've just always left it there. You know, I mean, ultimately, and we've talked about this before, and we've even had people volunteer here probably a year ago or somewhere throughout this podcast, mm-hmm. right, of dropping the trucks to 62 or 65 or whatever. And we even had some guys do that. And, you know, I, I can't tell you now that we went back and was able to monitor their fuel mileage or whatnot, but I, it just it just is more and more and more safety. You know, I went to an event this, I think it was almost this spring go back in time like february or march back to a, a vocational event and i met a fuel hauler at at the packar factory or at the kenworth factory and they have i don't know a dozen locations all throughout the united states but all they do is haul fuel and it's actually coke right but it's a liquid coke that they haul out of the out of the refineries and uh so Part of their deal is safety with the refineries and because they have this nationwide account with, I think it's Philip 66, if I'm not mistaken, but they're 55 miles an hour. Boom, they're, that truck stops at 55. It doesn't go 56, doesn't go 57. It hits 54 and says, hey, you got one more mile an hour out of me and that's it, 55. That was J.B. Hunt for a long time. Yeah, huh? and, and the guy said our safety when we did that, it went through the roof because he goes, you're almost forced to stay in the slow lane because mm-hmm. so much so much traffic is going around you you can't even be in the middle or the fast lane it eliminated all of our lane changes which coincidentally we talked about earlier mm-hmm. about how you don't go anywhere and it just runs the risk up changing lanes they also did a uh, camera on every corner of the truck so when they change lanes or anything that camera system comes on and i mean their their investment in safety is hands down we thought we were doing a good job i mean hands down but he goes they virtually have no accidents wow they vir- unless they get rear-ended they virtually have no accidents mm-hmm. and i thought i know we you said we had the the conversation on the podcast about it but i thought he also mentioned what they were able to pay their drivers with the saving, right saving right because the of the incidents yeah. yeah yeah i forgot about that and too, a few Jim. mileage too I remember. yes yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. very yep. cool well, speaking about the left lane and staying out of the left lane, that is our safety topic of the week. Stay out of the left lane and Jim's words from this morning. Be the professional that you are. Why do we want to stay out of the left lane? Well, number one, it's illegal if you stay out there too long. Mm, As a matter of fact, I, I watch some YouTube shorts quite a bit. And uh, those... Uh, <laughs> the cop. <laughs> the cop, yeah, yeah. that's stopping. It's He's pacing people in the left yeah. lane or watching people. And I don't know how many big trucks he's been stopping. And they just go sit out there in the left lane. You know, and here at JFW, we've had a handful of tickets. We just got one two months ago. Somebody just got a ticket here for being in the left lane coming down I-70. Huh. Yeah. I can't remember who it is. And it's a, it's illegal. If you sit in that left it's designed to go out and go around someone and get back. Right. Right? That's all that lane is for. It's not designed. You can't get in that lane knowing you're going to catch... I-76, once you're going eastbound past Wadsworth, you can't get in that left lane and sit there because you know you're going to catch I-76. Mm. You need to work your way over. You can't clear back at Colfax, go, well, I'm going to get off on 76. I'm just going to get in the left lane now, right? right? Not You can't do it. It's yeah. illegal. Well, the law states that it's for passing. Yes. Right. So yeah. you have to get out, pass the car, and get back over. Yep. Anybody want to read the tips and tricks so I can make it back for a Super Days High Road hauling? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll take it, Jim. Great. So, uh, 
Tips and tricks from Ray Davis. Just doing your job. So many times we hear this and need to be reminded of just doing our jobs. Pre-trip, pre-trip, pre-trip. Now that it's cold, we are popping our gates so they don't freeze. But when we do our pre-trip and walk around, we need to close them. Please make sure we are not forgetting to do this and just driving with them on the outside of the dogs. Bulkers, when you load a trailer, we need to clean the top hatch off before we close it. The material builds up and ruins the seal and that takes time to fix and is 100% preventable. If there's not a good seal, the trailer leaks and air takes longer to blow off. You should think about the next person if you're just shuttling trailers because the next person could be you. If we just did our jobs, took the extra minute, and went the extra step, we would be better for it. Hope all is well with the JFW family, friends, and listeners. Remember, safety has no blind spot. Look and lean. Sit up in the stool. Don't be a fool. Much love and respect. Always, Ray Ray 0013. Yes, yeah, su such great points, you guys. And I, I know, you know, Dave said we, we wanted to make sure that we talked about being thankful and you know, raise tips in here stuff, you know, feels like, again, we're, we're picking on things. Hey, you know, you know, prop your tailgate out open, but if you didn't walk around and do a pre -trip, good pre-trip, you know, your, your tailgate's on the outside of your dogs and you're, you're running down the highway, you're leaving in the morning and, and how you look, you know, the, the bulkers, we ran into that. We, we had, we had the plant call a few weeks ago and didn't want the trucks back because they were leaking so much the bulk trailers so a bulk trailer for for everybody that doesn't know it's it's a it's really a simple process but it's quite um well, i don't know technical maybe? technical because you're 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 taking that trailer and you're taking the blower on the side or a blower another unit and you're charging that trailer with air. You're filling it full of air. That whole trailer becomes an air tank. Yeah, a whole basically. air tank. And then it's going to shove powder out where you open a hole. Along and with air. Along with air. That's how it empties. Yep, and that, that happens to be the you know the bottom of the trailer or out the hose. So simple kind of system. How cool. You're going to fill something with air, and you're going to force material out the bottom. But we were filling the trailer full of air. The hatches were leaking so bad that dust was coming out of the top of the lids. You know, the trucks couldn't have been blowing off very efficient. We weren't bringing good value to the customer. And the complaint we had from the customer was with so much dust blowing on, they were about to have inspections on their bag house and their, and their system that w they were afraid the plant wouldn't pass because of us and didn't, and didn't want the trucks back and the trailers back. And, you know, they're, they're again, good value um you know doing the the right thing all of that stuff and, and ray mentions you know if you're right there and and we we it's dangerous to be up on top of those trailers and clean those lids you have to be very careful use the railing you know we don't want you falling off you know a lot of the the places have racks and different stuff you can grab a ladder you can walk up the back but these are the stuff that needs to be done that really you know maybe one of the trailers was pulled by the same person a bunch and then somebody just had to shuttle it and they got stuck with that trailer, you know, and, and there they were at the plant being told they couldn't come back. So it's it's all about how Ray starts this off, just doing your job. If you're bulking, that's part of your job. If you're in dumping, that's part of your job. 
You know, if you're pulling the the water tanker today, we noticed it was hooked to one of the trucks was hooked to the water tanker over at yard 23. We've ran into that that you need to you need to clean out the the valve on the water trailer because it fills you know part of the water you're pulling has a lot of cement or the sludge left over in it that you need to clear the valve out that's just part of doing your job so it works well for the next person you know all all this stuff adds up cleaning your cab out washing your windshields you know what if what if you're you just park the truck dirty and you know you're not you're not coming in tomorrow and you know it so you just stick the guy that mm. that's going to be in your truck with dirty windshields and mirrors and all that kind of stuff. Right. What what a bummer. So thanks, Ray. Good. Just just doing your job. I got a text from Oswaldo. It says, uh, "Super Dave must have just started his high road haul, and it sounds like you left the room." <laughs> <laughs> and I was proud to tell him, "Nope, I went early so I could be back to listen to it because it is important." He so, has a sharp wit, doesn't he? Yeah, man, he's quick. Mikey oh, says, be careful of Oswaldo. He'll roast you and you won't even know it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right still on. catching up. Yeah, Soup, speaking right of the high road hauling, let's hear it. All right. I'm sure we're, it's a good one. Whip it. We're, we're, we're ready whip for the holiday season. Um, this is about Thanksgiving. So each holiday season comes with high expectations for a cozy and festive time of year. However, for many, this time of year is tinged with sadness, anxiety, or depression. What about those who just feel lost or overwhelmed or down at this time of year? Research and common sense suggest that one aspect of the Thanksgiving season can actually lift the spirits, and it's built right into the holiday, and that's being grateful. The word gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia, which means grace, graciousness or gratefulness in some ways gratitude encompasses all of these meanings gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives with gratitude people acknowledge the goodness in their lives in the process people usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside themselves as a result being grateful also helps people connect to something larger um, than themselves, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. As you gather with family and friends for Thanksgiving, it's a good time to conduct a personal thankfulness inventory. Learn ways to increase your thankfulness quotient and practice new methods of exp expressing gratefulness to those in your life. When asked, what are you thankful for? It's easy to offer up cliche answers like my health or my family, but to develop a lifestyle of gratitude, you will need to slow down and be intentional to look at all the aspects of your life, your work, home, play, community, church, school, neighborhood, family, because when you really take stock, there's so much to be grateful for. It might be specific people in your life or a job to pay the bills, a good customer service experience, uh, to live in a free country, or have a car to get around food to eat, a place to live, fresh air to breathe, a kind word you received, a warm coat or a cozy bed, hot water, or just for a new day. The possibilities are endless. And there is a lot of research on gratitude. Uh, for an example, two psychologists, Dr. Robert Emons of the University of California and Dr. Michael E. McCullough of the University of Miami have done much of the research on gratitude. 
In one study, they asked all the participants to write a few sentences each week focusing on particular topics. One group wrote about things they were grateful for and had occurred during that week. The second group wrote about daily irritations or things that had displeased them. And the third group wrote about events that had affected them with no emphasis on being positive or negative. After 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic. They felt better about their lives. And surprisingly, they also exercised more and had fewer visits to the physicians. And those who focused then than those who focused on sources of aggravation. Another leading researcher in this field, Dr. Martin Sligman, and we've talked about him before in the High Road Holland. Um, he's a psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania. He tested the impact of various positive psychology exercises on 411 people. When their week's assignment was to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in happiness scores. This impact was greater than that from any other intervention and benefits lasted more than a month. Of course, studies such as these cannot prove cause and effect, but most of the studies published on this topic support an association between gratitude and an individual's well-being. Gratitude is a way for people to appreciate what they have instead of always reaching for something new in the hope that it will make them happier, or thinking they can't feel satisfied until every physical and material need is met, because they never will be. Gratitude helps people refocus on what they have instead of what they lack. And as with many things in life, this mental state grows stronger with use and practice. Try to counteract every complaint with something you can be thankful for. Find the little things that you enjoy, sunshine, fond memories, a text from a friend, a good song, or a kind person, just to name a few. Let us all celebrate this Thanksgiving by doing just what the holiday is meant for, giving and thanks for what we have right now, because if only we recognize the bad things, we can never appreciate the good. And the quote this week, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And that was spoken by Oprah Winfrey. And let's all have a happy Thanksgiving for 2023. Mm, amen. Thanks, Super Dave. Absolutely. That's awesome. That is really good. Nice job. Really good. Final thoughts, everyone? Do you want to? You want to go, Dave? You want to? You want to finish up? You got man, to, I feel bad. Like what I'm going to talk about. Dave was such an uplifting <laughs> article, and I'm gonna. I'm railing, man. Wow. I, I don't know if I want to. So, so I, I want to go then, Dave. I don't, I don't want to yeah, be after Yeah, I don't know you. whether I, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't even I don't know want him coming after my nice Thanksgiving piece either. Right, <laughs> right. It, it kind of sucks. Please don't make us sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to, you know, I'll let you keep thinking on it there, Dave. Whether you're gonna, whether hey, you're gonna last do... week you brought in a book and then Dave went and you decided not to do yours. Maybe he'll back yeah. out. Sway <laughs> me, Jim. Sway me. Well, I, I'm I'm just in line with with Dave's uh, High Road Hall and you know for Thanksgiving here and and you they did a lot of case studies there, Dave, that you stated and stuff. But um, so every day, say aloud uh, three good things that happened. You know, and that mm. whether that's thankful or grateful or 
or just whatever happened. Um, keep a gratitude journal. I know you mentioned that, Dave. You write that down. But a gratitude journal, I, I don't know personally if I could. There's so many other things that I'd like to journal instead of my, my gratitude just as, as notes, you know. So I, I think that's, if you could do that, I, that would be amazing. Um, say thanks to your partner. I just really liked that one. And I, I think that could be, a, you know, a, a business. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly jamma could be that partner has has such a could be anybody yeah could you, be could be a lot spouse. of meanings to yeah, that, right? yeah yeah but the, but then on top of it you know for for myself i you know first person obviously is holly right you know of all these years of of being together to tell her to tell her thank you that's i i hope hopefully i do that every day mm-hmm. um you know this was a good one too dave and i don't know uh, super dave i don't know if it was in you know, part of the the studies any place, but cool a hot temper with a quick gratitude inventory. Ooh, you know, and and sometimes when you're just so pissed, okay, what do what do I need to be thankful for? What what can I tell somebody thankful? You know, the, in my personal case, I, I think that would really calm me quickly if mm-hmm. if I could do that or learn to do that. I, and I see it the other side of that, Jim. I see the person that's angry getting a thank you. Yeah, from oh, someone. Abs- absolutely. When they're angry, they come and confronting you, and you stop them and go, "Man, hey, I really want to thank you for, I don't know, the Christmas card you sent me or what, whatever. That throw something out there, and they're like, oh, "Man, now I can't be mad. I got to be nice." Wind out of your cell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I ran across something along those lines, Dave, where they were trying to deal with people a confrontation, and and the person said, "I haven't had." I haven't had a problem with a confrontation when I've used this. She said, I've looked right at the person and said, are you trying to be hurtful or helpful right now? Mm. And that's kind of like, you know, when you're in that confrontation, you know, it's not really a gratitude thing, but you're asking them to think, are are you trying to be hurtful or helpful? Right. You know, what, where, where are we going to go from here? Um, Another one important, important on here is thank yourself. You know, there's that whole, you know, hey, I, I did a good job today, you know, and, and maybe I should maybe I should take the time and, and thank myself. Or maybe you're just like, wow, I really sucked, but I recognize that I should be thankful for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then uh, you know, several on here I liked. I guess I keep mentioning that. But use technology to send three gratitude messages a week. You know, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's our podcast. Here's our technology, mm. and we do it once a week, and we send out our thank yous. You know, here it is. We're, we, we've nailed that one. Put a star on that one. Bam. Bam, right? Dr- uh, mic drop. Um, and then savior, save, savior. <laughs> savor the good memories. Uh, you know, and I, I, as over the, I guess since the, the loss of mom in July and we talk about ages and different stuff like that, that I'm, I'm really looking back on some of the good moments and how, how joyful they are and just hoping, you know, however, however we're emptying the marbles out of our jar right now, that we're building memories that are so good that you could put those in the jar even though they're, they're, they're not real like that marble, you know, and, and, and keep going. And then uh, kind of with the savoring the moments, check for silver linings. What mm. what is the silver lining in a situation? Yeah. And and I think Dave, where where you might be going with your your closing <laughs> arguments, 
I think mm-hmm. that's the really hard thing in what's going on right now is to find the silver lining, is to find the purpose. What's what what what's let me down right now is things that are happening. I don't see both sides of the argument. I don't see the good in it. I mean, I quickly I quickly read a thing today that they're talking about banning all new gas car sales right now in New Jersey. And I'm thinking, where's the good in that? Where 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 do we where do we because like you mentioned, our pollution is like 0.001 of the world's pollution. And we've done everything we can do, but now we're going to take more freedoms away from the people and live in New Jersey. And I and I know nothing about that that area, Jam. You could probably help me more, but the people are terrible. <laughs> right, but don't you just go? Well, they're going to be even angrier when they're. Is it? Is it? Is it New Jersey cars? Right. My my question is: Isn't New Jersey pretty small, Jim? Yeah, small in size, but yeah, high in population. Right. Super. Right. But, yeah, you're both. You know what's going to happen is they're going to go to New York. To exactly, buy cars. Dave. That's my point. How does that make sense? Don't <laughs> I just go, go to over... Maryland? They're going to go to Virginia <laughs> and buy a car and drive into New Jersey. Uh-huh. So what does what is the hubbub about that post? And how can I find the silver lining? In that comment, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's my final argument. I'm gonna, unless you want to jump in there before then, Dave goes, and, Jim. And I'm wow. gonna get on the low road. I'm sorry, Jim. <laughs> They're gonna have to build 20 more power plants to charge all those. Electric yeah, because you're stuck in New Jersey with a car are, that ran out of yeah, ran out are. of juice. That's right. Stuck in Jersey. <laughs> so yeah, go suit or uh, jam. Spit your stuff out oh, or, oh, uh, or or man, you guys just like handed me the segue. We handed it right. <laughs> We're gonna drop I mean, it on you. I kind of no figured I said how hard you try. I can't not go political at some point because we are affected by every decision our leaders are making, not only in this state, but in this country. And our our leaders have a whole nother agenda and it is not helping us. And I want to I, I have I want to say something though, Dave, because I know and I and I love where you go because you, you blame it on our leaders, but I keep asking because you because you talk about the circle we're running in. How did our leaders get to be the leaders they are if the people that are in our circle voted? Cheating. They didn't vote. And that's that's my whole problem. I, I want to address more of the people that aren't voting than the leaders. Yes. I would like to throw a challenge out here right now. I would like to have every single employee come to the Dave Squared office, i.e. Brother Dave and Super Dave's office, and I challenge you. I would love to help you get registered to vote. Absolutely. I would, I would, as a matter of fact, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I always get hate. I hate getting caught on, on air about saying something, but I mean, I would love to incentivize someone to vote, but that sounds like bribery, right? Yeah. So we can't do that. But, yeah, but we're not well, telling them I, who to vote. Just vote. Yeah, but you could fill their ballot out for them for free. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I guess here's my point. You know, if you want to bribe someone, voting gives you the power to save money. Because right now, I, I mean, what I have here, I have 12 pages printed off. Because whether everyone knows it or not, because politics are boring, right? It sucks. No one, I mean, I don't want to deal with it. I don't, and unfortunately, I am forced with IPOC, with JFW, just with current affairs, the way- Trying to build a new building. Well, Dave. Jim, just our, our the, the Clean Air Acts, 
that are being thrown down upon us. And and it was such a simple thing. You know, two words have gotten every person in America to buy in is called global warming or climate change. That's four words, but they're always used, you know, global warming, climate change, global warming, climate change, Never right? Because who, who doesn't care about their world? Absolutely, absolutely. Right? But just like you said, Jim, the Colorado is 0.01 of the United States pollution. We have done and are doing everything possible already, right? The, the more regulation you put on us, every single person that's listening to this podcast, you have to know all of your costs that you're dealing with right now are due to climate change and global warming, due to the people that have been voted in as our leaders, right? So if you don't think you're affected by it or you don't care about it, you are affected by it and you are paying dearly for it. You know, the our government, our state, our leader of our state, Governor Polis, he called a special session. All the, the senators and governors and leaders of our state had to go work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in a special session because they're not typically in session right now because the state, as, as voters, the ones that voted, shot down Proposition HH with like, it went down in flames. And for those of you that don't know, Proposition HH was... This is how they sold it to save us money on our property taxes. That was how they stated it. When in actuality, it would have raised our property taxes. It would have cost us more. So Polis calls a special session. Everyone that works for the government goes into this special session, and they're supposed to come up with ideas to save us on our property taxes. What they wound up doing was multiple other things. <laughs> Right? 12 pages worth, huh? Right? And, and I mean, I, I just want to read a, a, a few things, you know, off of here, right? In a special legislative session that concluded Monday afternoon, the Colorado General Assembly cut property taxes and increased taxpayer refunds for most Coloradans by redistributing money that otherwise would have gone to higher earners. So, still from the rich give to the poor. Exactly. You are spot on, Jim. And the poor now is anyone under earning 62,000. Hmm. Which I can't tell you everyone here earns that. But but the majority does. Yeah. If most people here come to work and do their job, they'll make much more money than that. Driver-wise, but we have some other positions that don't, Jim, sure. for for sure. That's true. Right? So, I I <clears throat> guess I I I just want to be clear that this special session was brought together to save us money on our taxes. What they wound up doing was they took our tax rate and they put a cap on it, temporary cap. They lowered it to 6.7% from 6.765. So they lowered it 0.065, right? And they're telling everybody that combined that represents about an 8% tax cut. What they leave out and what the what all your news, channel four, seven, nine, two, thirty-one, and I you know, I hate to go there, but I'll say all the liberal news channels, right? 
because I mean it's a proven fact they are. What they leave out of that number is that that if they truly saved us an eight percent tax cut, they forget to tell you that the value of anyone that owns any property in Colorado went up forty percent. So they're saving us eight percent, but they just sent out an increase of forty. 40% increase, okay? So right here in the article, to be clear, your property tax bill won't be lower than it was. The relief lawmakers passed will limit the increase caused by higher property values. They didn't create a special session to save us taxes. Nope. It, it, it just, it's mind boggling to me. So they take the, the General Assembly basically doubled their tax for the year what people are going to be paying in right so they're going to take uh let's see here no one making more than sixty-three thousand four hundred is eligible for any tax relief and just so we're clear anyone who owns a home their values went up i don't care who you are your value of your home and your property went up right you may think if you're a renter, well, I don't need to worry about that. I don't own anything. Guess what? The landlord does. The landlord owns where you rent and what he owns, and they're going to have to increase their rent and costs because their costs just went up. Yep. So as a renter, you're going to pay more. 40%. Right? Okay. So in in their big relief package, that doesn't count for any businesses. Mm. JFW's value of our land, you know, any any place where we park trucks went up on average 40%, 46% in Adams County. I think Douglas County, some places were over 60% for an average. So when that goes up, what, what happens to the places where you shop, like King Supers, uh, where you go buy, you know, what if you shop, you need to get uh, your, your prescriptions filled at uh, <coughs> Walgreens, Walgreens yeah. or, you know, King Supers, where you get food. All of those places just raise their prices, right? Every car dealership that you go into just raise their prices because you need to buy a car. Doesn't matter whether it's Ma and Pa that sells 10 cars a month on the corner or it's a massive dealership that has 30 branches throughout the state. Every single thing they just did increased your costs. You have to know this. You have to be aware of this. You have to understand this. I know some people do not like listening to me drone on and on and on about this. But what we're stuck with here is ruining Colorado. I don't know whether anybody knows this, but last year it's official. Last year, Colorado was rated as an exodus state. That means more people left Colorado than came in. Do you guys think that's good for construction? If more people are leaving than are coming, guess what? We're not going to build things. We're not going to continue to grow. We're not going to continue to to have prosperity here in Colorado because people are leaving, right? The number two reason for people leaving Colorado was politics. They didn't like the politics that was here. Number one reason was, guess what? Expense. Co yeah, cost. cost of living. Yeah. Absolutely, Jam, you are spot on. So I, I, I just, man, I beg you, I plead of you. If you don't, mo don't know me, I will graciously introduce myself. You all know where my office is. When JR comes by and, and, and points us out for any of the new guys, I will help you register to vote. If you live here in Colorado, you are allowed to vote in every one of these elections. It might be a city election. It might be a county election. It might be a state election. 
you know, November of next year, it's going to be a, a, a presidential election. And I, I guess I beg of you, I plead of you to please vote. I know we all get bogged down in just working. I cannot emphasize to every single person listening to this podcast how important your vote is. And and I'm concerned about it just as much as you are, but between climate change and global warming, those four words are already being taken care of. There is nothing more we can do, right? We have ways to lower our costs here in Colorado that are not harmful to what's going on. And I, you know, I have so many things I can continue to go over. I'm just going to stop there because I know everybody's like, Brother Dave, I've heard enough of your politics and I'm sick of listening to it. But I feel it's my duty to, to ask you to not only vote, I ask you to share a conversation and talk to your neighbor about this. Talk to the person that lives across the hall in the apartment complex. You know, talk to the person at, at the grocery store and when you're asking them why groceries are so high or the person in front of you checking out complaining why groceries are so high, ask them if they vote. Ask them if they understand what wool was just pulled over our eyes to help with our taxes that did not help lower our taxes. You will be paying more this year for property taxes. There was no relief. And, and you know, I... I hate to be a Debbie Downer because I am thankful. I'm thankful at this point we're allowed to do this podcast and hopefully I can reach people. Hopefully everyone understands and I'll apologize for those that, that aren't interested and don't want to hear this, but it's so important, so important. and It's yeah. just crazy. Everything's, we talked about this yesterday, everything's already so expensive. Like the the increase on everything, whether you go get groceries or I was telling Brother Dave, both my dogs needed to go get checkups. You know, 900 bucks for the both dogs and all their shots. And, I mean, you can't go out to eat for less than 100 bucks. Everything is, it's like discouraging. You know, you just want to stay home and, <laughs> you know, make some burgers on your grill and not go out and spend your money, yeah. you know. I mean, I, 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 hopefully I can do it. I have a whole article on, you know, I've talked about this, but that, the one bill that Polis just passed, any buildings over 25,000 square feet, they did lower it already from 50,000 to 25,000 square feet, have to be, they have to meet a green energy rating now, right? And so many businesses already are looking at leaving Denver hmm. and Colorado because they can't meet those greenhouse gas requirements on that building. And the people, the costs to do that aren't worth keeping those locations open. So like, I'm making this up, but big businesses, hotel branches like, you know, La Quinta or any of those that have space downtown, you know, all of those facilities that are old enough, they still have gas, which who doesn't have gas? You have to have a brand new build in Denver because they don't allow gas, right? But should I have a whole article that it's going to cost on average anywhere between four and $700 more per year to heat your home with electricity versus natural gas. And 10 years ago, natural gas was one of the cleanest products. Right. Think about the commercials that were out there. They sold us on natural gas. And guess what? We have a flipping abundance of it. Right. We had They found a deposit up in Grand Junction area. We have more natural gas in the state of Colorado that it could feed the country. Mm. It's mind-boggling. It mm. They actually looked at putting in a pipeline from Grand Junction 
all the way to flipping Seattle so they could load natural gas on ships and take it to other countries. Wow. That's crazy. Right? Right? So, please What was vote. that hospital you were talking about? Because the new hospital, they were built yeah. on natural gas and... They're already going to get a million dollar fine. They haven't even opened yet, Jam, and they're they're on the list. It's the brand new campus right there at I seventy and Highway fifty eight. Yep. They're they're supposed to open like literally any day now. Any day now, I believe it's Lutheran is mm-hmm. what it's going to be. The old hospital, just to give you, an, like, there's twofold. It's coincident you bring that up, Jam. So, uh, the brand new hospital, because guess what? They were inspected by the state and a and a couple way left senators showed up there and wanted a tour they're already going to be fined over a million dollars the first year they're open because they can't meet can't meet the greenhouse gas requirements of a facility that size that colorado is imposing on them doesn't make sense that's over a 400 million dollar campus but guess what to run their boilers it's so much more efficient to use natural gas than electricity that they chose natural gas. You know, they went through and said, well, how come you don't have so much more solar? The builder went to him and goes, do you know how inefficient solar is? We need good, solid power 24-7. Right. It's a hospital. It's, it's a, a hospital, hospital. Yeah. right? We, solar doesn't survive the night. What if it snows for three days and all our panels are covered up? Our batteries won't last that long. Do you know the room it would take? Do you know the cost, the investment of all of that? It's not, it's not feasible. It's not possible. You know, no matter how green you think it is, it doesn't work. Right. It's not there, right? So coincidentally, I just read about this yesterday, Jim. That hospital is in is in trouble because obviously their old one that they're moving out of is old, right? They just had a boiler go down. They've known they were needing boilers. They have two massive boilers there that heats their whole facility. They've they've been waiting for one to be delivered from Texas. So one of their two boilers went down. They're waiting for a replacement boiler to show up. The second boiler went down. So they're sitting there. They're trying to figure out other ways to heat their facility. They get in there, blah, 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 blah. They get things going. They're able to heat. They're able to keep going. And keep in mind that this is something, this hospital's so old that they're, they've invested over $400 million in a new campus that they are, they are literally days or possibly weeks away from moving into the state showed up and started fighting them for the old one because the boilers aren't efficient enough to heat their facility. And I'm like, are you absolutely kidding me? They're getting ready to leave, and and I don't want to say condemn because maybe someone will take it and can retrofit and upgrade and update, but they're building a whole new campus elsewhere, right? So... The state shows up and starts finding them for their old campus when they're in the process of moving to a new one. Where they could find it, their new one. Yeah, nothing, nothing makes sense. That's where the all due to climate change and global warming. And and the thing is, we're there. We're doing the things necessary. It's the rest of the world that's not. Yeah. Stop choking us. Stop choking our economy. You are driving costs insanely through the roof. That's the reason they're saying because of the mandates of all the new electric vehicles, meaning the electric semis, the electric cars, all the manufacturers that are having to build those, the cost to to create that, to engineer that is so high, they're having to roll that cost onto their gas vehicles that we're purchasing. Wow. 
That's crazy. And then guess what? The feds give them a rebate for every electric vehicle they're made, right? So our tax dollars are funding that. I mean, please vote. <laughs> it's so it's so incredible. Please vote. Again, if you don't know how to register, I will I will come to your house and register. Hand me your phone, I'll help you register. All you need is an address. That's all you need. That's it. So, I guess my 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 closing arguments or my closing thoughts is please vote. Please register to vote. We we are a dying state. We are starting to become a dying country because we have been sold a bill of goods that that is not what it is. So, yeah, not 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 until our future is affected will anybody pay attention and everybody we talk to says that it's it's because there's there's no common sense in it that there will be a crash you know like you're talking dave when when denver's broke because most of downtown is vacant yeah what do you what do you do yeah you know there'll be there'll be there'll be so many problems that i i kind of wanted to bring up and i know you're you, you went political and stuff like that and oh, hopefully rich doesn't mind um and what truck does rich drive you guys 25 25 so if you don't know rich you know truck 0025 but you know before we asked or or had the discussion with him about him running for commissioner there he'd never voted and i know that conversation me and you had or, with him or very little Jim. or, or yeah, very little yeah. or i don't know if he was registered in in that ward yeah right but you know the conversation we had after the election was rich stated that you know Joni said hey if you didn't vote you can't complain you know you don't you don't have any right and in rich was like oh she was exactly right and rich got involved and I, and I mentioned it on last week's podcast and several times since the vote that how it changed his life and i think any one of you can reach out to rich and he'll take the time and he'll discuss it with you on on how it changed him how he felt like he's involved and you know whether you want to look at it as being political or not we're just trying to get you involved you know and and as an American, you know, just like we just said here, just doing your job, you know, opening your tailgate, you know, sweeping off the, the hatch, being as a part of an American, part of your job to protect the freedoms and the life you have is to vote. So we need you to just do your jobs as an American. And, and, and that American, that's not, that's not trying to take away from your heritage of being you know, Spanish, Italian, German, what, whatever. I, I love people's heritage. As American, it's what you can do for our country as together. You know, all nationalities went out and, and, and protect our country every day. Yeah. And that's that's part of your job. And that's that's what I'm hopeful for that by voting and what, you know, Dave's hammering on everybody is that we elect the people that that can make the changes. Yes, because here's why, Jim, and I hadn't thought about it until you brought it. I mean, I've thought about it. I just, you kind of touched upon it. Being an American, doing your deed, you know, fighting for the right thing. Guess what comes out of your check every week? Taxes. Taxes. Do you ever wonder where those taxes are going? OMG, you better look around you. And all of your taxes you're paying are going to their agenda, not ours. Is it what you want? Is it what you can afford? And I, I guess, I mean, I want to break it down. Did you go to the grocery store and buy food? 
you're paying more because of this. Mm-hmm. Do your kids need shoes? You're paying more for them because of this agenda. Did you try and buy a car, used or new? It doesn't matter. You're paying more for it. I don't care. Did you order something on Amazon? You're paying more for it because of this agenda. Stop and look around you. Open your eyes. Realize what's going on. You, you just, I just, I beg. I just, I truly do beg that that you get involved. And it's as simple as, you know, writing your name on a ballot and signing a few deals and, you know, Drop it off, mail it in, whatever you need to do, but register and vote. Only 20% did in Rich's Ward. 20% of the people that lived there voted. And I, I truly believe the majority of the people that didn't vote are the ones who are struggling the most, and they don't even know they're affected by this. They didn't know they could make a change, Dave. Right? They, I don't think they think their vote counts. It doesn't no. matter. Because they're, they're too busy struggling. Yes. Yeah. They, they don't have time. They're working. Yep. Some so. people don't want to vote because they don't believe in the people that are running. You know, they, or they don't know because they haven't done the research. But right. Like, and, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you, right, that everybody's heard me do the Republican-Democrat debate, whatever the case is. We're to the point, people— you have to vote for, for the lesser of two evils, right? Right. I'm not going to stand here and tell you one side's so much greater, but I do know one side believes in taxing you and taking more of your money, and the other side doesn't believe in that, right? They believe in generational wealth. They believe in helping you less, have a better life. Less government. Less government, all of that. So mm-hmm. I, I guess, yeah, I mean, anytime you want to come in the office, let's chat. I will gladly have a... Have a conversation with you, and I promise I won't poke fun. I'll, I'll do my best to educate. So Sweet. Soup, got anything else? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Enjoy tomorrow with your friends yes. and family, and eat a lot of turkey or ham or whatever you're having, and uh, you know, count your blessings. D- Dave, I, I was like, so agree with you, so agree <laughs> with you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. But it's funny when you say turkey or ham do you know the highest food or the the, one of the foods for thanksgiving that had the highest increase out of all the foods increase in what price price cost turkey ham oh yeah went up 30 percent is what they said on the news super wow wonder why i don't know and 30 i mean 30 percent more again like dave said to feed your family so but i don't want to go over there right let's let's end it happy thanksgiving you guys enjoy your four days off Thank you for the Coors guys that are working. Thank you for, to the the possible snow guys that are working. Yep. Thanks, Potter, for heading up the snow crew, the safety guys, everybody. We are. I am so thankful for all of you. Sweet. I'm going to do my final thoughts. Really? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're doing baby. I'm, sh- I'm sure it'll be good, Jim. We're doing uh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> We're doing baby back ribs for Thanksgiving. Mm, I'm not doing turkey baby back, baby back, or baby ham. Back. So that's our favorite. What time? <laughs> well, I'm doing three slabs, so there's enough. What time you want to okay. come over? I'll, I'll be there. There you go. <laughs> I uh, thought you were the early guy on Thanksgiving. Like you knock stuff out, like eat at 11, and you can kind of sleep the rest no, of the day. No, not 11 a.m., but yeah. we're not late. And it's 12 just, 5. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely just doing our little family this year, so we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. I'm making three slabs of ribs for me and my two girls. So yeah. Nice. It's going to be so, nice. Sounds delicious. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. 
anyway something to be thankful for absolutely my final thoughts uh, i had a good friend of mine message me on instagram the other day and he sent me a meme it said november is men's health men's mental health awareness month but nobody wants to talk about it right <laughs> so i'm like let's talk about it so we ended up going to have uh lunch we happened to get some wings which are really good over at fire at the mountain but uh and it, there was no like uh emergency but it was just good to have a friend another man to speak to about what's going on in his life what's going on in my life stuff like that and jim you know we've met up before and yeah. i've been pushing for like you know i wanted to have a men's group and and all these other things and just these past couple of weeks i've had a couple of drivers open up to me here at jfw and man there's a lot that goes on here and we've all talked about all the life that happens here but you know, I know three, you know, three guys were like, hey, you know, I'm in counseling right now. I'm like, me too. I'm in counseling too. There's nothing to, nothing to be ashamed of about that. You know what I mean? But it's important to have people to talk to. And I don't know, this morning when I was setting up for the podcast, I just felt really called to, I don't know, start some kind of JFW group. It can't be a men's group because we do have women here as well that if they're having some issues that they want to talk about stuff, I want them to feel welcome too or you know, perhaps a prayer group, you know, obviously would be faith-based that we meet once a month in the morning before work or I don't know. Basically, I'm just spitballing. Uh, if you have some ideas or you want to be part of that, please let me know. I think me and Freddie had started talking about this one time and there just wasn't a lot of interest or there was a reason we couldn't pull it off. And I don't want to overcommit either because, you know, family is important and, you know, we all have families we got to get to. But I don't see why we couldn't meet once a month where people could either talk about something that's going on in their life that they want prayer for or just, you know, talk in general. Or if, if you're not comfortable talking in a group setting because of confidentiality and you got something you need to get off your chest, you know, I'm always available, you know, or if you have that person in your life, I encourage you to talk to them. So that's my final thought. I am also very excited for Thanksgiving. Very thankful. I hope everybody's safe. Uh, please pay attention on the roads. Thanksgiving is a... Uh, known evening for lots of accidents i think it's also a really big night to go out uh there's a lot of partying going on after thanksgiving dinner and stuff like mm. that so watch out for the drunk drivers and all that stuff so also don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel 23 podcast smash that follow button also don't forget to go back and listen to episode 72 to help find amber's mom links to her story will be in this the description of today's podcast as well. Let's say the creed and get on out of here. All so, right. Great. Together, together we, we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together, together we are accident free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together we are the JFW family. Happy right. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving everybody. everybody. Yeah. I wrote up. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition. Any Rocky Mountain day, our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings, but that's never been a problem because we got diesel in our veins. 
bright shiny red trucks are just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. I hear there's a couple million tons to move. I see them everywhere. So you best get out their way and watch that sand and gravel disappear. There's another run to make. We gotta get it there on time. And we got what it takes to lay it all out on the line. Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down. When they hit them scales, they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down, and they keep that diesel trucking. Keep that hammer down, and keep that diesel trucking. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a looking for another. Keep them doors closed, keep them butts in their seats Cause those customers are calling, and those red trucks can't be beat They've gotta put the hammer down, and pick up another load Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road Keep them eyes open on the road Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker, breaker, two, three. Anybody got a copy on that channel 23 podcast? Welcome and thanks for listening.